me, it's a great way to start off the day. Every day, there's something new. They make me laugh in the morning. There's a lot of funny segments, and then also they play a lot of good music. I don't know where they come up with all these topics. I like the phone tabs. Elvis, he's kind of the main man. Danielle, scary. Great team. Froggy. It's like when my friends and I get together, that's what we do. We make fun of each other, and we just have a good time. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. I don't know about where about what's going on where you are, but we're expecting a foot of snow here in New York City today. Whatever. And I'm not happy about it. Where are we going to eat dinner? I don't know. Froggy's <laughs> sitting there in beautiful South Florida. They may have a little moisture tonight, but they're not yeah, getting the snow. thunderstorm's coming this afternoon, but no snow. Oh, wah. Yeah, I walked out the door this morning to come to work, and I said, well, where's the snow? And he said, yeah. well, Elvis, there's no snow. And I went, yay, it missed us. <laughs> But New York City, uh, Philadelphia, we're all getting slammed yep. with like a foot of snow later today. Ugh. They haven't closed New York City schools yet, though. They haven't? Nope. No. But so by weird. me, schools are closed. We got lots to do. <laughs> eat. <laughs> what is it about this weather that makes us eat? Totally. I don't get it. I mean, in South Florida, if it's in the 60s, what do you do? You eat. We <laughs> eat. We eat. Hurricane anyway. comes, we eat. Some Green Day guests on uh, with Jimmy Kimmel last night. They read their own mean tweets, <laughs> along that. with Pink and Nick Jonas and Common and Depeche Mode. That's the best segment. I love mean tweets. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, we've done it. <laughs> I think we didn't. We do it once or twice. Yes. We should do it again. <laughs> anyway, come on, send us a mean tweet. Well, welcome to the day. It is. Uh, <laughs> it is. Why am I inviting yeah. mean right. tweets? It is Wednesday, March seventh. As we wait for a foot of snow to hit here in New York City, a beautiful day expected for at least the first half of the day in beautiful Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Uh, we go to Claire. Who oh, is... my God. Hi. Whoa, hi. Hello. Claire, where are you calling us from? Where are you calling us from? Well, I'm from New Jersey, and I'm away to work in New York. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm excited. The road is clear right now, but I wish I was home with the kids. They're all from school today. I said the same thing, so I made up for it. Last night, I stayed up till midnight, and we watched a movie last night since I probably can't get back home and watch it today. So, uh, so they watched tonight's movie so last night? we watched tonight's movie What'd last night. What did you watch? Night. What movie? We watched a Disney movie. I don't remember the oh, name of it. Oh, we love Disney movies. It was, yeah, it was very cute. Well, so Claire, the, the good thing is, is Claire's a nurse. So no matter what, the hospitals are going to keep running no matter what the forecast. Oh, and we totally. appreciate you going to work today, Claire. Correct. Doesn't close. So I'm on my way, so... Well, all right. Could uh, you imagine if you showed up to the hospital and no one was there to help you no, with your emergency? You'd have to, like, operate on yourself. <laughs> like, what would you, yeah, exactly. what would you do? Which one of these drawers has a Band-Aid in it? <laughs> well, look, That's my concern. Well, Claire, please tell everyone uh, in the hospital that we said thank you for showing up to work today because, uh, God forbid, we may need you, and we appreciate it very much, Claire. Thank you so much, Elvis. Thank you. Have a safe drive home today because that's when thank all hell is going to break loose. Hold on. Hey, we're going to send you an Elvis yeah. Duran shirt. It's on the way, okay? Thank you so much. Have a good day. Oh, thank you very much. All right. Well, let's get going with the day. Uh, Let's go around the room. We'll start with you, Danielle. What's on your mind? This is a huge announcement. Are you ready? Yes. Jumanji is now on demand. (laughs) Good. I can finally see this movie you've seen five times. Not only is it on demand, but there's a blooper reel. What's up now? I don't like like blooper reels. Why? It's funny. Everybody makes mistakes. I know, but... If I see a movie and I love it, if yeah. I find out that, well, there was, there was a mistake made in, maybe, in making the movie, it reminds me it's a movie and not real life. Yeah, well, that is true. But I'm so excited. I saw it last night. I was like, I already bought it. I'm like, I'm buying it right now. Yes, I don't care how much it is. So I'm so excited. I now own Jumanji. <laughs> Do you guys like blooper reels? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. See, our entire show is a blooper. That, that is true. We don't have a real. <laughs> hey, uh, what's up with you today, Froggy in beautiful South Florida? You know, it's funny. So dogs are very, very smart. So my dogs have figured out that when Lisa says to do something, they don't really have to do it. But when Daddy says to do something, it's got to get done. Huh. So yesterday I come home, Lisa's like, I can't get these dogs to do anything I want them to do. I walk in the house, what's up, boys? Come on, boys, let's go outside. Both of them run outside, do their business, run right back in the house. I go back inside, Lisa's like, I hate you. Now, why is it they uh, they listen to you, the master? I, I don't know. I can't figure it out. If I tell them to do something, the two of them can't do it fast enough. If Lisa says do it, they look at her like, whatever. It's obviously, the same thing with our children. Yeah, well, obviously you've done something evil to your dogs. Hey, what's know. up, Scary? What's up with you today? You know, we've always had that thing, I guess, some of us have woken up in the middle of the night where, like, you've mistaken, like, a pile of clothes on a counter for, like, an intruder or something because you're all disoriented. Well, I was coming in here disoriented, and the lights were way down low, and all of a sudden, I got so scared because I look out into the into the living room. If you could take a look over there, Elvis, and I saw this silhouette. And then I start having a staring contest. I'm like, "Who the f is looking at me?" And then I turn the light. I go outside. It's like, "Oh, it's a Megan Trainer cardboard cutout." And I'm sitting there like, "I scared the the living bejesus scared you what? out of me. Oh. The living I scared the living bejesus out of me." That is a word. Bejesus. I didn't know you had a living bejesus in you. Can we, you know, okay, so whatever you said, fantastic. But can we study the word bejesus today? I want to figure out what that is. B-E-J. Well, no, I know. No, but let's, let's, fig- let, let's figure it out. Bejesus. I mean, is it, is it a, a biblical thing? I don't, is it I a, don't know. All right, well, thank you, Scary. Uh, let's, go, let's get into your horoscope. So our guest horoscope reader today is Samantha. All right, so Danielle and Sam. You ready? Sam, thank you for sitting in this morning. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. All right, Danielle, you're up first. All right, so first we've got Capricorn. Don't make any sudden life choices. At the moment, you're closer to a significant breakthrough than you realize, and guess what? Your day's a nine. Aquarius, you may encounter a bit of unexpected negativity. Take a deep breath. Things will will fall into place. Your day is an eight. All right, Pisces, there's no room in your imagination for unrealistic dreams. Sort through your visions. Be realistic. Your day's a nine. Aries, acting on every feeling, it's not feasible. Keep your cool and you will see success in no time. Your day is a 10. Hey, Taurus, you may be the only one that is aware of your newfound passion. Share what you love with the world. Your day's a 10. Gemini, you may find that you're drawn to self-exploration over pursuing a romantic relationship. Ooh. Put yourself first. Your day is an 8. Cancer, stay considerate of all of your options. No need to hurry while making that big decision, and your day's a 10. Leo, your patience is wearing thin lately. Yes, it is. It really all right. is. Before you speak, rethink your thoughts. Your day is a 9. Virgo, hmm. you're willing to make an emotional risk soon. Wear your heart on your sleeve and watch what happens. Your day's also a 10. Oh, thanks, Danielle. Libra, bask in the glow of your accomplishments and be proud of how hard you work. It's time for you to shine. Your day is an 8. Hey, Scorpio, the longer you wait to go after what you want, the further out of reach it's going to get. Act quick. Be proactive. Your day's also a 10. We have so many 10s today. <laughs> and Sagittarius, people are open to your opinions because you speak an honest truth. Keep inspiring others through your words. Your day is a 9. And those are your Wednesday morning horoscopes. So I bring gifts to all. I bring this big, huge cookie jar filled with cookies. That's amazing. From the best chefs in New York City. Oh. Uh, last night was our Chefs for Kids Cancer event. Where I go every year, we have we get a table, and our friend Dan 
Uh, Dan Kluger was our chef at our mm-hmm. table. Good friend. Shout out. Look, look at all these. Oh Can I God. have the monkey-shaped one? You see the monkey There's face? There's a monkey-shaped yeah. cookie. I love that. That one I'd like. I was going to leave them in the house, but I would have eaten every one of them. Oh. Now, this cow. Oh, it's a cow. It's by Karen Tack, Alan Richardson. Uh, they're the authors of Make It Easy Cupcake. They made these cookies. Thank you very much. There you go. Who wants this chocolate chip cookie? Ooh. From Ark. You can't have any scattered. I'll save it for next week. Here you go. Oh, that's a good idea. That's, <laughs> that's true. They don't go bad. Oh, my gosh. What's Look at that? this. This is a Valrona chocolate Open cookie. that up and break that up. Right oh, now. Mark Tasker from Balthazar Bakery, one of the best bakeries in town. Oh my Look at all these cookies. They give you such a big jar at the end. When I went last year with you, Elvis, my jar lasted three days. There you go. <laughs> and you know our good friend, Samantha ben- Samantha Benjamin. She's the dessertist. Yeah. She makes all the desserts that are filled with booze that get get you t- kind of drunk. Yeah. Well, she made this cookie. The uh, it's a the cookie doh sandwich. Look at that! It's a little cream sandwich. Oh cookie. my! They look amazing. You know what? Government funding for cancer research only four percent four four percent goes to children's cancer research. Yeah. So whenever you have an opportunity to help out an organization like Cookies for Kids Cancer, please do so. Love it. Because they are our future leaders of America. You guys ready for your Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's have a Wednesday. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Wednesday is on VH1. It's an all-new series with an all-new crew. Welcome to New York's hottest salon, where it's beauty in the front, parties in the back, and drama everywhere. Beauty Bar, all-new episodes tonight at 10, 9 central, after Black Ink Crew, only on VH1. I have a two-and-a-half-hour drive to work every day, and you guys make it so much better. I love that. (laughs) Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Well, we're halfway through this dog of a week, and here in the Northeast, we're expecting a lot of snow today. Froggy's got a half a day of sunshine and then maybe some thunderstorms later on in beautiful South Florida. So whatever happens, no matter where you are, there's always weather. There is. Which is such a stupid <laughs> thing. I remember when I was a kid, my mom would go, is there going to be weather today? I'm like, mom, there's weather around the clock every day. And we had a little argument about that. So I think she meant bad weather. Yeah. No, weather's weather. Weather's always happening. Right there, Greg T? That's correct, Elvis. Weather is weather. Weather It's is right weather. on your phone. Absolutely. Check it out. All right, thank you. Whether you like it or not, weather's going to happen. Oh. Weather's weather. Hey, weather's weather. spell weather as, uh, as weather and rain and snow and sleep. I did hear there's two ways to spell weather. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I would think it it's W... Uh, I would go W E A T H E R. Oh, very good. That's the one I. That's the only now, one I really now, know. Whether or not. Yeah, spell, I don't spell, spell that, that weather. Yeah, I don't know. Spell don't, it. Just try. I I don't know. I'm gonna go W E A T H E R. No, no. There's an H in there. Where? <laughs> I did say H T H. No, there's another H. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the silent H's. That, they don't count for me. <laughs> oh my God. All right, we're spinning the wheel of games. Greg T, of course, every day coming in at this time to play the game of the day. Yes. We got Spaghetti Jeopardy on there. It's in the tush, Bachelor or not. Answer is me. Punch Buggy Red. Yeah. The the game committee is just coming up with all different games. Well, look, it landed on Bachelor or not. Yes. Nice. Why can't we play what's in the tush? Right. I love what's in the tush. Do you? you? Okay, well, we'll get into that later. So uh, we need a contestant at 1-800-242-0100. Are you ever going to tell us what what's in the tush is? That's a surprise. It's a surprise game. You don't want to. It usually is. <laughs> All right, let's go talk to Lindsay. Hello, Lindsay. Welcome to uh, Greg T's Game of the Day. How are you? 
Hi, good. How are you guys? We're doing very well. Yeah. We spun the wheel. It landed on Bachelor or not. Right. So I'm oh, so great. glad. Okay. Now, how do you play this? Well, you know, we can all be honest with ourselves that for the past two days, we have been Bachelor crazy, right? Yeah. With everything that's going on. So we decided You're to You're talking play. about the TV show, The yes, Bachelor? Yes, exactly. So this is how you play. For instance, here's our example. So, Lindsay, if I say Scary Jones, would you say that he is a Bachelor or would you say that he is not a Bachelor? A uh, Bachelor. Mm, unfortunately, Lindsay, he is not a bachelor. He has been dating Robin for quite some time now. Wait a second. I am a bachelor because I'm not married. Yeah, right, that's that, what I was thinking. Isn't that, isn't that what bachelor uh, means? But that's, I think yeah. if you would ask Robin, she'd probably say he's not a bachelor either. Right. And he's been with her for a long time. Okay, so Lindsay, what I'm hearing is we're going to change the definition of the word bachelor yes. for this game. Right. Okay. <laughs> So it's basically, are they with someone or are they not with yeah, someone? Yeah, like if you really know this okay. person's with somebody, then that's not a bachelor. Yeah. Okay, but but do keep in mind, if you're uh, engaged to be married, yeah, are you a bachelor? Why do they have a bachelor party? Bachelor party. There's a bachelor oh. party. Oh, I guess because that's the end of your bachelor. Well, that's not what the game committee thought about. Well, then why don't we rename this? <laughs> why don't we rename this single or not? Yeah, that's good. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it, the wheel says bachelor. Or not. All right, all right. With someone or not? So anyway, so you okay. have to guess whether they're a bachelor or not. Correct. Greg T's definition of bachelor. <laughs> So I looked okay. up a lot of these super hotties from Hollywood, and I thought that you guys would know. So are you ready, Lindsay? Yeah. Okay. Number one, Black Panthers, Michael B. Jordan. Is he a bachelor or not? Bachelor. Ah, he is a bachelor. This 30-year-old stud, he is single and ready to mingle. Okay, you got one he, right. Is he dating anyone? He's not dating anybody. He's sure? a bachelor. All right. Okay, you're going to three to five. You be dating someone and be a bachelor. All right, not anyway. in this game, Elvis. All right, let's go right ahead. What do you Alexander Skarsgård. Lindsay, is he a bachelor or not? He's gorgeous. Uh, not a bachelor. Oh, Lindsay, this 41-year-old Nordic stud, he is a bachelor. Okay, I didn't even know who that was, but that's okay. No, could, that's Vampire Eric from True Blood. Yeah. Okay. All right, so so far she's got one right, one wrong. Okay, here we go. Drake, is he a bachelor or not a bachelor? Um, not a bachelor. Ooh, Lindsay, he's been linked to so many Hollywood rumors, but this smooth gentleman, yeah, he's a bachelor. Okay. Not with anybody can right I, now. Can I throw in a bonus one? Sure. sure. Usher, is Ooh. he a bachelor or not a bachelor? Oh, man, he's all over the place. Um, <laughs> let's say Bachelor. He is now because yesterday yeah. he and his wife of two years decided to get a divorce. So great. <laughs> Lindsay's got to get one more right. That's all she needs is one more. Are Thanks. you ready, Lindsay? Yes. Here we go. Liam Hemsworth. Is he a Bachelor or not a Bachelor? <laughs> not a Bachelor. <gasps> Lindsay, this blue-eyed Aussie is on the market. He is a Bachelor. Yes. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well... We can try. You want to try it again? Can we play what's in the tush? <laughs> Let's play the answer is meat in the tush. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. You know, I tell you what. We love you anyway, Lindsay. We're going to send you an Elvis Duran shirt right now. Or if you would like what's in the box, we'll send that to you instead. Do you want the shirt or what's in the box? Let's take a risk. I'm driving to New York City schools right now. So let's go for what's in the box. Oh, wait, you're oh. a teacher? I can't do this to you. You're yeah. going to get both. You want a T-shirt and what's in the box. A beautiful package of Charmin toilet paper. Yay! Oh, wonderful. That's always great. It'll last you about a week, depending on your diet. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay. Thanks for playing this game. 
Yeah, bachelor or not. I, I love how you looked up everything except the definition of the word bachelor. Mm. Well, but I mean, if why are you a bachelor? I mean, if you're not with anybody, you're a bachelor. If you're with somebody, all right, all right. you're not a bachelor. Greg T, the fry boy, everyone. Yay! Right? I don't get it. That's okay. Whatever. I thought what's in the box was a game. Then that was a sister game to what's in the tush. I thought those were like, you know. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, we're going to take a break. Great tea would love you, man. Come Thank here. you very much. Thank you, Jay. I need a hug. You do. Aww. All right. By the way, we, uh, are we almost out of Charmin toilet paper? We've given away a lot in the past few days. <laughs> we're almost out. Oh, no. The official Twitter account of Elvis, at Elvis Duran. Hit up Twitter and follow him now. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Oh, let's talk about... People sneaking into your private stuff and stealing things. Do oh, you want that? No. How would you like it if someone just walked into your house and stuck what they wanted and just walked out? That would suck. Well, they can do that with your identity. Yep. ID theft. It's huge. And you know what? Tax season is approaching. Some experts are saying that filing your taxes early prevents identity theft. It doesn't. The problem, your stolen info is out there. It can be used in other ways, like opening a credit card in your name or it's being sold on the dark web for those dark people. Yep. If your info is a part of a breach, don't get comfortable just because you filed your taxes early. They can still get you. You know, this is crap. It is crap. That's why we love new LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. They add the power of Norton Security to help protect us against threats to our identity and our devices. When you're online buying stuff on your phone, they could steal your stuff. That's why we love them. And we've been trusting Norton Security for years to keep our computers safe. And now it's a member of the LifeLock family. No one can stop every cyber threat, prevent all identity theft, or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But new LifeLock with Norton Security, they can do it a lot better than you and me. Yep. Go to LifeLock.com and use the promo code Elvis for an additional 10% off your first year. Do it. LifeLock is fabulous. Promo code Elvis. Go to LifeLock.com, promo code Elvis for 10% off your first year. Duran in the morning show. You know, people are still <laughs> God, calling about Greg T's game of the day. Did they like it? <laughs> well, the game he was playing was Bachelor or Not. Yeah. And he's saying that Liam Hemsworth is totally in the free and ready to date. Well, no, no he's actually engaged to Miley Cyrus. Yes. You know that, right? Uh, he is engaged to Miley. So, so Here he comes. When I Googled it, it said that he was single. Okay. He's not single. I Googled this this morning. I came in, I sat down, and I said, Okay, well, wait, a minute. Hemsworth wait a minute. Wait a minute. What if overnight they broke up? They broke up. Well, like the- Usher. If you had Googled Usher yesterday, he was still married, but as of last night, he was not. They're anymore. getting divorced. Yeah. Uh, what's that well, I uh, see, straight name? I see what T's trying to say. Technically, I'm single yeah. on paper, yeah. but I'm not. Technically, Skiri's single, but he's not. One day ago, Liam Hemsworth and Miley Cyrus get all dolled up for date night at Oscars. One day ago, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth looked so in love at the Oscars. One day ago, Miley and Liam, so I don't know, where did you Google? Here's the problem. (laughs) Greg T and I will quote you on what you typed. Yes. You said this blue-eyed Aussie is on the market. That's right. That he is not. No. He is single as far as on paper, but he's not on the market. He is dating Miley Cyrus. Yeah, I think Miley would be pissed at that. That's too. what I meant. Okay, perfect. That's <laughs> what I meant. <laughs> I exactly. That. 
<laughs> so am I guessing that game's getting taken off the wheel? Yeah, well, let's not do that game. <laughs> I thought you... I had a great game, and I can't believe it was just went to Swiss cheese. <laughs> what? Well, I, I happen to love Swiss cheese. <laughs> yeah, but it's got all these holes in it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never heard that. I've never heard that term before. That's actually very. It's a bad game, but you coined a great term. <laughs> so maybe you should call it single, married, or in a relationship. All right, next time I'll do that. Single, married, in a relationship. Oh, that's got good. It. That's good. There you go. What's that, um, Brody? He can call it whatever he wants. If his facts are wrong, it doesn't matter what the name of the game is. <laughs> <laughs> How do you keep up with who's dating who in Hollywood? Well, okay, but here's the thing. Maybe maybe we shouldn't do a game that has so many absolutes because that's a that would be a lot of work. You need to hire. You know what you need, Gregory? What? And, and I'm going to give you the funding for it. You need a team of of researchers. Oh, wow. <laughs> or just call our friend Rob Shooter. Yeah, See, he know. would know. You're right. I need an intern. I don't have an intern. I need my own intern. <laughs> you need an intern just for that game. Yeah. yeah. You do. You do. All right. You need the Jeopardy Clue crew. All right. All right. Get working on it. Come on, uh, Danielle. Yes. We have uh, the Danielle Report. Lots going on. What's happening? So American Idol is getting ready to, you know, kick off their new revamped American Idol. And what is going on behind the scenes? Well... All the contestants have been staying in an L.A. hotel together, and apparently they've been doing each other like crazy. It's worse than other seasons. They're saying not only are they hooking up, but there's even some relationships going on. So it, all behind the scenes, lots of DNA being okay. passed around. Oh, ew, that's gross. <laughs> that's disgusting. But that's cool, though. You know what? Artists yeah. need to date and need to have sex with people. That's how they get songs written. I, I guess so. I Hello. guess so. Uh, Jumanji is now on demand. No, I am not getting paid for this. I am just obsessed with the movie. Not only is it on demand, but it's got like that little blooper kind of reel, like a gag reel. So check that out when you get a chance. Uh, so speaking of Jumanji, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he posted a video saying that his two-year-old daughter had a medical emergency. And thank goodness she's okay. He also was thanking the L.A. Fire Department, the UCLA. LA medical team for coming to the rescue so he made a really nice video thanking everyone so I am so excited because Nickelodeon is rebooting Blue's Clues they plan on keeping the show basically the same as it was during its original run from 96 to 2006 there will be an open casting call next month for a new host and I think they need a female host and I think I need to apply as long as they're filming in New York and I can do this and that at the same time I'm gonna go apply well, you know the Clues. original host Steve yeah. who's about 60 years old now yeah I don't think uh, he's back I don't think he ever had a heroin problem as they as the rumor said he oh, did. Oh no, that was a rumor for a while. Urban legend. Yeah. He, it, yeah, an urban legend. Remember he was here. He came on our show yeah. and he was alive and well because there was also a rumor that he died and he came it's in true. and he's like, no, I'm here. I'm and good. When, when no one was looking, I checked his arm for for needle marks. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't see any. Oh my gosh. Well yes, yeah, Steve was then there was a host after Steve, Joe. Joe. I remember that. So NBC recently announced it was cutting ad time by ten percent in prime time this fall. And then yesterday Fox announced that by twenty twenty they plan to cut commercial time to two minutes per hour. And I don't know if you saw it last night, but we did have The Bachelor and we did have a lot of drama go down and I am more convinced than ever that it's a bunch of BS. Talk about it. <laughs> All right, so Becca confronted Ari on The Bachelor, right? Mm -hmm. After the final rose. She ends up accepting his apology and then we find out doo -doo -doo, she's the new Bachelorette. And all the guys are like, oh, we can't wait to meet you and come out of the limo. It's going to be wonderful. And Ari proposed to Lauren. So I think in the beginning of the season, they sat down and they said to them, listen, you know you want Lauren, 
But guess what? You're going to say, do Becca first. And then you'll break up with her. It's going to be great for ratings. And then you're going to wind up being with Becca, uh, with Lauren. And then we're going to make her the new Bachelorette. They, this was all planned from the beginning, Elvis. Do, do you think maybe it wasn't planned? They felt so badly for her after she got shafted. Yeah. They went, quick, give her her own show. Nope. I think it was all planned from the beginning. we got to be honest. Uh, after the failure of Great T's game this morning, I'm thinking about giving him his own show. <laughs> Are you really? Well, do, do you remember? He deserves it. He, he worked hard for that. Do you remember this morning uh, when we were trying to do a reality show and they came in here and they said, okay, now, Danielle, when you come out of the studio, we want you to say this. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to say that. That's not yeah. what I would say. So this is why I'm even more convinced than ever. Crazy. Yeah, by the way, th- you bring up a good, a good point about yeah. reality shows. They're not w- reality. When they tried to get us to do a reality show, mm-hmm. they, wanted us, they wanted us to make up everything. Yeah, I'm like, no, that's not happening. Uh, tonight, you've got The Blacklist. You've got Riverdale. X-Files is on as well. Uh, I'm excited about Fallon because he's got John Cena. Jimmy Kimmel gives you uh, Charlize Theron and Josh Duhamel. Uh, you also have James Corden uh, with a bunch of fun guests as well tonight. Next hour, we're going to talk about Usher. Unfortunately, he and his wife have split after two years of marriage. Uh, thank you so much, Danielle. Hey, you want to hear about a book I'm reading? Yeah. It's called Who Thought This Was a Good Idea? <laughs> it's by Alyssa M- uh, Romanico. I feel like you're talking about it after that Greg T game. You well, it, it could be. You think of it. <laughs> you know, the reason why, I'm, I'm reading more and more uh, biographies because yeah. I'm, I'm writing a book. Right. So I'm, I, I want to like see how everyone else does it. So she's kind of cool. She was actually on the uh, campaign uh, road with Obama in, in his original uh, campaign for president. Mm-hmm. And then she worked in the Obama White House. What's cool about her is she gives you this insight of what it's like to work in the White House. Oh, that's awesome. And she's talking about how when uh, Obama's uh, administration took over, yeah. m- it was more women working in the West Wing than ever before. Yeah. And so if you needed a tampon, th- there were no tampon machines. Oh. Like there's no, and if you want to leave the White House to go get a tampon, you can't just like walk across the street to Walgreens or you know what I'm saying? Right? Can you can you send the Secret Service to get no. your tampon? No, you got to bring tampon. <laughs> That's crazy. And so she, it, it's really funny to hear these little stories because we, when we think of the White House, we think of the politics, we think of wh- whether you're left or right, Democrat or Republican. Yeah. And even though she was with Obama, she really does give a nice, clean, clear view of what it's like to work in the White House, no matter which president's administration you're working for. Did she say there was a bidet? in the bathroom she for did the not, president? She, she did not say that. <laughs> but it, it's interesting to hear this perspective. They actually, uh, She actually tells a story about when uh, President Obama had, uh, he had an audience with the Pope. Oh. And so they were in the Vatican and she she got like crazy diarrhea. Oh my gosh. And she couldn't find a bathroom in the Vatican. She's like clenching, running around the Vatican. Oh my God. About to explode <laughs> all over, you know. This beautiful, <laughs> this beautiful place. This is a great book. It is. That's my point. My point is, um, it, 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 we all have a book in us. We yeah. all have a story to tell. And so, as you go to work or school today, thinking, "Oh, it's just another day in my life." No, no, no. Stop. Stop thinking about what you did last night. Think about that great, that crazy great thing that happened to you this past year. Yeah. That you could write a, a chapter about. Because your, your life's about chapters. Sometimes you don't even think about it that way because you it happens and you don't think it's worth anything or funny or anything. And then later on in life, you go, "You know what? That really was cool. That that thing happened to me. I could write a book about that." You know. You know what I I. You know, our friend Charlemagne had his book out that's still doing so well. Right. Charlemagne's book is still just way up there on the charts and selling Black so well. Black Privilege, it's called. Exactly. And I have, on purpose, I have not read it. Because Why? I knew I was going to write a book, and I don't I don't want to seem like I'm copying his style or whatever. Makes sense. 
But uh, I think you need a bathroom, though, uh, chapter now. Because in radio, it is so hard to get out of the room to go to the bathroom that yeah. these things do happen. And then imagine the things that we've seen in the bathroom that we've talked oh, about. Everyone can write a bathroom yes. chapter. Right, Frog? Yeah, plus you could also talk about that time that you rented a hotel room just to use the bathroom because did. you didn't want to use the bathroom at the this radio station. This is good. Station. And then about the the clogger. You know how we have the clogger that is around here somewhere. We don't know who it is. Yeah, we don't know but who the, the clogger is. the clogger is Do, here. Should we have like an entire chapter about the bathroom? You should. You could call your book Gay Privilege. <laughs> oh, God. No, you don't like that? <laughs> uh, what line? Okay, here, let, let's talk to uh, Sarah. Sarah, do you, could you write a book, Sarah? I know that's not why you're calling. I just want to ask you. Could you write a book about your life? No, I don't think so. Maybe, but... I bet you could. Yeah, you probably could. you got more going on than you think. You, you've learned more in life than you give yourself credit. Maybe. Well, you what? I'm a teacher, so maybe I could write a book. Oh, oh yeah. And look, by the way, anytime and every time we have a chance to thank a teacher, we say thank you. Thank you for everything you do. You are just a superstar. So are you calling about writing a book or Steve from Blue's Clues? Yeah, I had no idea that he really didn't die. I thought he did. Oh, no, he didn't. That was the rumor. They said he had a heroin problem and he he died. (laughs) Well, I think my whole childhood is a lie because uh, growing up, that's what I thought. He died and that's why they got the new guy. Well, let's check our director of research, Greg T. Maybe maybe he can Google. No, no, no. The guy who played the original Blue's Clues host, Steve, I don't think he ever had a heroin problem, and he's very much alive. Steve Burns. In 2016, he gave an interview to the Huffington Post about why he actually left Blue's Clues. And if you remember, he said, didn't he want to do a rock band or something? So he tried that that for a while. So how does it make you feel? All these years you thought Steve from Blue's Clues was dead. Now you find find out he's alive. How How does it make you feel? I'm really upset because I'm pretty sure I cried about it. When no, I was no, no. Well, he said that losing his hair was a big decision and why he left the show because he he didn't want to do it anymore while he was lo- And if you see him now, he doesn't have any hair. All right, go Google yeah. that up. And Sarah, he's very much alive. There's, it, it, there's a reason to have happy tears. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'll go celebrate All now. right, thanks for listening. Okay. Hey, great news coming out of West Virginia. Is this true? The strike is over. Teachers got a uh, 5% pay raise. And they're back to school, Yay. and the students, the students can go back to school. Yeah, lucky them. I know, well, very lucky them. I think that's great news. Yeah. I mean, that thing was going on for what ten days or something like that. Yeah, we have a lot of teachers listening to us in West Virginia. I and hey, congratulations! You're going back to work. Not only are you teaching today, but kids who sometimes don't will get nutritious meals in the schools today. Yeah. Hang out with their friends today. That is great news. Again, a 5% pay raise to all state employees, including striking teachers and school staff. All right. You know, once again, if you know a teacher, go say thank you. Yeah. We love you. Perfect. Who does today's Way Back Wednesday phone tap? I do. Scary. Scary. That's coming up in about 30 minutes. Hang on. We cannot get into that car until we have them on. They're a nice uh, group to wake up to, especially you know after I've been out late, and I kind of want to have a drink with Uncle Johnny. Hello, lady. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Wednesdays on VH1. It's an all-new series with an all-new crew. Welcome to New York's hottest salon, where it's beauty in the front, parties in the back, and drama everywhere. Beauty Bar, all-new episodes tonight at 10, 9 central, after Black Ink Crew, only on VH1. So, uh, 
I went out and bought my outfit for the red carpet for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. Yes. You and I are going to look great together. I can't wait to see it. What, what, what color are you wearing? I, I haven't 100% decided yet, so okay. I'm back to the basics. I'm going That's black, a shocker. I'm going black and red. I love it. All right? Yeah. yeah what, what, why are you shocked, Frog? Because Danielle hasn't figured out what she's going to wear. She'll probably take six outfits with her. She'll try on four that night and then put on two before she leaves the room. And then, boom, she'll show up as Do you one. know that's exactly what I was thinking last night? I'm like, I can just pack them all. Do you should do that. So whatever mood you're in, you can wear that. Yeah. That's always fun to travel with 15 suitcases. <laughs> well, anyway, the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards were on the red carpet. Danielle and I will be live, uh, thanks to L'Oreal Paris, for an entire hour or more streaming on the red carpet with all the stars. You're going to see us tackling people. Come and talk to us, Please. Cardi B. And we're going to tackle her so she comes to talk to we'll us. tackle her. And every day this week, I'm giving you another winner in another category. All right, but we're going to have a lot of winners there, so don't think I'm giving away the whole shooting match. What's today? Today, we're announcing the winner for Rock Song of the Year. Oh. All right. And the iHeartRadio Music Award goes to Run by Foo Fighters. There you go. Oh, look, the (laughs) iHeartRadio Music Awards Orchestra. (laughs) They work very hard. Yeah, they do. Uh, they know they won, by the way. The Foo Fighters won for Run. That is a rock song of the year. You can check out their reaction at iHeartRadio.com slash awards. It's just one award. We've got lots more to give away. And it's happening. Watch it live at uh, this Sunday at 5 p.m. East Coast, 8 p.m. No, wait, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. East Coast on TBS, TNT, and True TV. Yeah. This, this Sunday. Yeah, I was, I was I tried on my outfit yesterday, and it, it's cool. You love it? Yeah. I love it. You, it. Is it loud or is it not loud? No, it's not loud. Because wow. remember the year I won Worst Dressed? Yes. I mean, there were publications I've never heard of that, around the world that were, they were writing the story in foreign languages saying, Worst Dressed. But I like that outfit. I thought that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was different. It's different. <laughs> what is all this stuff you're writing here? Uh, oh, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. Mary, welcome to the show. Where are you calling us from? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I actually got through. I'm, I'm from Virginia. Originally from Philadelphia, but I live in Virginia now. Well, I tell you what. We're glad to have you here. You're a social worker, so you see yes, all I sorts am. of things. You see all sorts of things, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I actually um, work in the home, so I see a whole different side of people. Um, it really, it, it's just crazy what happens when, you know, behind closed doors. Um, I, I could really write a whole book on it, and I'm only six months into my career. Wow. See, that's the thing. So maybe you have several books. The thing about writing a book, it's it's more than just writing a story. I mean, it, it's got it, it, you really want to teach something, or you want to get people to think about something. Yeah. Like, like, what is your takeaway so far being a social worker? Um, it it is nothing like you would think. People, uh, if you go in thinking one thing. Um, you know nobody just by looking at them. And I knew that before, but when you're in their personal lives and seeing them uh, at such vulnerable times, man, people say the craziest things, do the craziest thing. I had one lady who was obsessed with Santa, and her whole house all year long was decorating Christmas decorations. Like, you know, and that's not even that's not even the worst. I've seen that just people's houses, you see hoarders. You, and then you wonder why. I think that's the biggest thing is we won't ever know why. Right. Here, here's my question. Now, I, I, as yeah. I'm sure most professionals in the uh, in the in, in the uh, in, in your world would have an answer. But I think Santa's great. 
What's wrong with? I think Santa's great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, what's wrong with having a house decorated with Santa year round? That's right. But I mean, wh- you could get claws trophobic. Oh goodness! Oh <laughs> goodness! Oh, but, that was, that was maybe it was Santa that. overkill. It was yeah. too much Santa. Well, like I'm talking statues of Santa. Like you would turn, and then there's another one. Okay, and so I turn and there's another one. I can see if you have an obsession with Santa and it gets in your way of moving forward in life, then you have a problem. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think we all do things that some therapist would say, you know what, we should work on that. Oh, totally. I mean, do you I agree know, with right? that? <laughs> I mean, to an extent, I do. I, I think that, you know, going into home, but, and then I had, I work in hospice right now, and I had one lady trying to set me up with her son as her husband was passing away. She's like, I want you as a daughter-in-law, and I'm like, ah. That's fabulous. See, once again, I don't see the problem with that. But do you get attached to people, though, where you get so emotional about their story it kind of affects you? I do. I do. And it's so hard because I'm so young. I'm only 23. And so I'm seeing, like, this side of people that typically 23-year-olds don't see. Right. Um, You know, but, I mean, it is hard. And I think the most I'm learning right now trying to take care of myself and I have an hour and a half drive to work every day and then I sit in the car and I listen to you guys every day so this definitely helps me not think about work at all and you know just enjoy be in the moment and I just love listening to you guys so I guess it's safe to say we are um, our our different version of social worker ourselves yeah I guess I don't know could you imagine what you would find with all of us individually (laughs) and I want want to address that well listen uh Mary uh by the way, uh, March is Social Workers Month, I do believe. And uh, I hope you have a very, very fruitful month. And thank you for listening to us every day. We appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Have a great day. You thank too. you. You know, I, I was talking to someone last night at the event I went to. They were talking about how our show, we, we cover everything. The, the, the a wide spectrum of things. Everything from flatulence to mental health to, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's everything. Yeah. So in on mental health, we have a way on our show of... Talking about it in a it, as uplifting and serious at the same time way because mm-hmm. people are afraid to talk about mental health. Right, but mental health is something we should all be addressing and talking about. And at one point, I feel like everybody could use like a therapist to talk to or something. Honestly, we all have stuff going on. Yep, and and it affects us all in different ways, and and we handle it different ways, and our chemical makeup is different. So you know, there's nothing wrong with it. It is what it is. You do what you need to do. To survive and then move on. Come and there on. you have it. Yeah. It's true. But uh, what's that scary? I, I've always been told, you know, you should see a therapist. It's a very healthy thing to do. It is. And I'm like, but I'm an even keel guy. And then and then I'm thinking like, wait a second. Maybe that means I do have demons somewhere that I don't want to confront. Demons. demons. I think I do have <laughs> You're using some clinical terms now. No, really. I might. But I, Sometimes but... it's nice just to talk to somebody who's not... In your circle, I guess. Like they don't, well, they, they don't a, have an agenda yeah, with you. Yeah, and they take a step back, and they're I'm, looking at you in a different right. way. I'm blissfully aloof. <laughs> okay. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. He's blissfully, blissfully aloof. aloof. I'm, I'm happy this way. Because if you, okay, for instance, if you go to your friend to uh, complain about your relationship mm-hmm. or whatever, even though th- you, they are your friend, they're listening, they always have 
an agenda, whether they know it or not. Right. They, they want you to think a certain way. Right, of course. Because it's to their benefit. And the problem with that also is that if you complain about your significant other to somebody, they're going to look at that person that way from now on. They're only hearing your side of the story. The therapist doesn't know your significant other. They don't care what you say about them, you know? I'll never forget. I was in therapy because I was in a weird relationship. And she looked up. She said, you should leave his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. I went, really? <laughs> yeah. She said, yeah, baby, you should leave his ass. Wow. Like, well, thanks for Honesty. Uh, thanks. Here's my copay. Uh, what's up, straight I was going to say the same exact thing Danielle did uh-huh. because I'm new to a relationship and every once in a while I need some advice, but I don't want that person I'm asking advice from to think that I got problems in my relationship right. because they're going to look at my significant other differently. That's it. I learned that a long time ago that you keep your dirty business to yourself. Because, uh-huh. yep. you know, because there's three sides to every story. His, hers, and the truth. And no. then the truth, yeah. No, just mine. The there's only one side. It's mine. <laughs> mine is the only side. Hey, can we talk about uh, synchronicity for a second? Do you, I, I do believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, synchronicity, uh, let's say, let's say you go out and buy uh, a Hyundai. Okay. A blue Hyundai. Then as you're driving at home, every car you see on the road is a blue Hyundai. Yes. yes. And even though they were always there, you just are now noticing it. So it may not be synchronistic at that point. Right. But yesterday I was talking about new words being added to the uh, Webster Dictionary. And one uh, term actually is dumpster fire. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, oh, we've never heard dumpster fire before. And as I announced it yesterday, I was thinking, this is great. I love dumpster fire. What dumpster Fire means is it's like a, a, an awful, messy situation right. that can't be fixed. Like I had never heard of it either, though, So you said it yesterday. Well, I said it yesterday, and I, I kid you not, from the point in the morning yesterday when I said the term dumpster fire to last night when I went to bed, I heard it used three times in a sentence. And then this morning, Yuritza used it here in the room. That's- she said, oh, man, this place is a dumpster fire. And so it, I the... There's something about the power of synchronicity. There, there is this union we have, this yeah. connection we have that cannot be explained because you know you cannot see a wire connected from me to you, Danielle. Right. But we are connected on some other plane with some sort of energy. Of course, I feel like that happens with like food all the time. Like I'll mention a place I want to eat, and then three times in that day, somebody else will say that restaurant name out of nowhere, and I'm like. This is so weird. Like, I was just talking about Chevy's this morning. Why is everyone talking about Chevy's now? I'm telling you, we we need to understand, and I think we'll get along better in this world if we understand we are connected in a way that cannot be explained. We are connected. <laughs> What's scary? Someone said, hey, yeah, I'm not coming out tonight. I'm, I'm going to knock out early. And I'm like, knock out? And I hadn't heard that phrase before when they say knock out. Do you know that for the last month and a half, anytime somebody says that they want to go to bed, they're like, they're like, dude, I'm knocking out. I'm knocked. I knocked out last night. I'm like, what? I'm like, you are connected in another galaxy. You can't see the cords that connect us, but they are there. <laughs> it's weird. Did you knock out early last night? I knocked out early I because didn't. you know why? An entire day here at this dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It used to be. I think dumpster fire is the modern hot mess. Is it basically? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. Yeah. With a train wreck. Yeah, it's Dude, so funny. that girl is such a dumpster fire. You're a dumpster. <laughs> well, and, and I think dumpster fire really it, it talks about this room. Yeah. Our show is a dumpster fire. Totally. There are people in this business, in the radio business. They're like, you know what? You guys are very successful. You shouldn't be. And I'm like, well, why? Because look at you. You have no. 
plan. You have no strategy on your show. No. You have no scripting. You have no, you have nothing. The only thing we do every day, really, truly, is that that stupid phone tap thing that you guys insist we play. <laughs> and horoscopes. And horoscopes. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing. And we I'm don't like, even do the segments at the right time either. And, no. Like, we do them 45 minutes and late. You, and you this know really me. is a mess. You know me. Don't get mad. But when you're not looking, those phone taps are going away. Oh, no, don't say that. One day you're going to wake up and they're going to be totally erased out of your life. Look, I'm with you. I'd love to get rid of them. Oh, I hate them. Oh, my God, no. Look at the face I'm getting in the room. What, Brody? What? Brody's making his face. What? I will cut you. Do you understand there have been times where I've called my husband upset and I said, I just made somebody so angry. And he says to me, that's your job. I know, but I feel terrible. The phone taps are the reason for my original existence on this show. Oh, they get rid of them. No. (laughs) Brody Brody changed quick. Brody, you and Scary have many, many reasons that are your important to the show beyond phone taps. But uh, look, people like them. So people like the horoscope. So we still play them. Yeah. But let me just tell you. I hate them. <laughs> they've brought they've brought a lot of listeners to our show. Yeah. And the number one thing people say to me when I meet them on the streets, hey man, love your show, love those phone tabs. I know, me too. And I'm and I smile and I go, thank you. And inside I'm like going, ooh. Mm. So we got to keep them if they like them. I know. Maybe we should just let the people that like doing them do them. That's a good idea. <laughs> okay, that's like two that's, of that's us. That's two people. <laughs> What's up, straight Nate? Uh, no, I. You're working on something over there. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm working on things. People have got a lot to say on the texts and uh, Twitter. And By the way, can I talk about a phone tap I just did that Scary has to edit? So I, did it work? Is it, yes, is it, yes. It's not a it's, failure? It's so stupid. It's just me making fart sounds on the phone the whole time. Oh, my time. God, I love that. It's just so stupid. I'm just like... Like and that's whole, all you're doing? Yeah, it's, there's a there's a premise to it, but basically Garrett and I sat in a room with doing this phone tap and made fart sounds. <laughs> that's what we did. Oh. It's going to be fabulous, I can't everyone. wait. Hopefully I'm off that day. <laughs> shut up. You shut up. You're never off. Nah. What are you talking about? I'm never off. You're not allowed to I got off. it. I, I was off this past year. I was really sick that day, remember? Oh, yeah. Uh, hello, Taylor. Hi. Taylor, are you calling about the fact that we I, I hate phone taps or uh, synchronicity? Synchronicity. Okay, talk about it. What? So when my husband and I first started dating, he, I had gotten them the luck somehow. And he said, oh, you really lucked out. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's negative. He's like, no, lucked out is a positive thing. I was like, you are, you are crazy. I do not believe you. For a week straight after that, everyone said lucked out. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So like everyone you came in contact with, like, oh, man, you really lucked out. Huh. Yeah. So not only is it synchronistic, but it's also in your mind, in my mind, it's kind of a slam in a way, isn't it? Yes, it sounds like it should be a negative. I do not know how it's done as a positive thing. Exactly. Let's say you're with your husband, Danielle. Yeah. And someone says, hey, man, I love your husband. You lucked out. Yeah. To me, that's a negative for me. That's what I'm saying. You're basically telling me that you're lucky you got him because look what you look like. (laughs) What about when somebody calls your significant other your better half? Yes. That's a negative. What makes that my better half? But poor Taylor. Not not only is Taylor being told that she lucked out by getting him, but she's been told by everyone because it's synchronicity. But according to the word detective, it says to luck out is to achieve success or advantage by good luck in a difficult testing or death dangerous situation so that is a negative but taylor don't you want to be <laughs> you want to lock in a, a a partner in your life because of you're a great person you deserve it not because you oh you got lucky you rolled the dice and woo, it was close you could have yeah you didn't deserve as far that as but, i'm concerned he got very very lucky there you oh, go yeah 
See, this is, like, for instance, if Alex and I put a picture on Instagram, yeah. a lot of people would go, ooh, Elvis, you really lucked out with that. Yeah, I'm that's like, not nice. Well, no, he lucked out with me. You don't yeah. say that. This is the prize, baby. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> the term has been around since the 1950s. There you go. <laughs> Look at this research we're learning. Well, thank you for listening, Taylor. We, oh, we lucked guys. out that you're listening. You have been a part of my morning since the day I started college. You got me through working full-time and going to school full-time, and I listen to you every day on my way into work. That makes me feel good. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you very much for sticking with us, even through the lean years. And thanks for listening to those stupid phone taps. (laughs) (laughs) I should be nice. That's terrible. Yeah, someone said, man, you're with that Alex guy? Whoo. You stepped in poop. Yeah. Like, well, what do you mean you I stepped really in You really stepped in it. Yeah, I just stepped in it. Well, that's, a, that's bad, isn't yeah, it? That's bad for you, but good for him. Because <laughs> he's the hot. That's, they're basically saying he's the catch. I know, but <laughs> what, about, what am I? Hello, Liz. Hi. Good what, morning. Good morning. What's going on? Well, I was calling in about the synchronicity. Oh, yeah. How are you experiencing synchronicity in your life? Well, it's kind of similar to the previous caller. Um, me and my husband call each other at the same time, or we'll send the same text message to each other at the same time. It's crazy. But I was also calling to say that there's this whole thing called global consciousness, and they have it a whole episode on the Science Channel. It's the episode with uh, Morgan the, through the wormhole with Morgan Freeman. Oh yeah, through the wormhole. Ah. Yes. Absolutely. It's and anything amazing. that Morgan Freeman uses his voice for is, like, real. He's great, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes, yes. And they have a, a, an episode about global consciousness. It's like why the birds kind of, like, when they all, you know, fly together, that they make the same movements through the same way. Or, like, animals can kind of, it's like a sixth sense, basically. Well, they are connected in a way that, you know, of course, they cannot tell you why. But, yeah, you know, animals in the uh, in, in, in nature are connected in ways that we don't understand. Yeah. Because, you know, we, right. we are connected through words and through what we see on people's faces, like facial expressions. Mm-hmm. You know, had yeah. we, if we were not, like, for instance, if someone loses their eyesight, you hear that their other senses are now elevated and more in right. tune, like their taste buds taste more right, things right. than they used to when they could see. I think if we lost our sight and our ability to speak or hear, maybe there's a chance through open mind we could communicate in other ways and our other senses could yeah. be heightened, like a, the birds that are flying together, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they think that it has something, like the theory is that it has something to do with the magnetic field around the earth and mm-hmm. since our brains work on electric impulses that it's something to do with that. It's well, okay, look at it. It's very simple. For instance, I was on the beach last week. We had a full moon one night, and the next night, the waves were crashing. Well, of course, you know, when you have a full moon, there's a different, there's a different, different chemistry. Uh, chemistry. Well, the, the mag- yeah. magnetism, whatever, oh, yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. blah, blah. And you know what? The tide's different. You yeah. know, it, it, it affects the tides on the planet. It also affects our mood. Yeah. That's why if you yeah. know someone who works in an emergency room at a hospital, Full moon nights? Woo! Yeah, they said lots yeah. of babies are born, like full moon nights and when it rains. Yeah, and, and people people drive off the road in their minds yeah. a little bit, you know what I'm saying, on full moon nights. I mean, so we are all affected by it, and I think it's good to be Isn't that Mercury in, in retrograde, the same uh, kind of thing? That's a little different, but no, actually, it is related to that idea. Yeah. All right. Listen, Liz, thanks yeah, for listening. I work in a, oh, sorry. No, 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 what were you yeah, saying? I listen to, I work in a psych unit, and when there's a full moon, you better believe it, that place is full. 
Well, look wow. at that. But it, it affects all of us, not yeah. just people that uh, need need attention that come to you, and you're and, and it's good you're there for it. But we, we're all affected by it, and, and it's good to recognize that. Liz, thank you very much for listening. Thank you so much. I've been listening to you guys for years since I was like a teenager. I know, and now you're like, now you're 77 years old. (laughs) No, don't say that. Don't say that. We've been around a long time. (laughs) All right, Liz, thank you very much. All right, there you go. I feel like like this is National Geographic Channel. (laughs) We're taking a break because uh, someone's doing a phone tap next. I think it's scary. Yes. Scary, it's okay. I will listen and enjoy your phone tap. Thank you. Are you going to really enjoy it on the inside? I'm I'm going to enjoy it on the inside. (laughs) Did you miss part of today's show? Let's back this truck up a little bit. Open the iHeartRadio app and hear everything you missed with Elvis Duran On Demand. We call this a teachable moment. Full versions of every show posted every day. Just search Elvis Duran On Demand only on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Lucy Hale, she's back. Her highly anticipated return to television on the CW's incredible new series, Life Sentence. Lucy plays Stella Abbott, a girl who's been living like she's dying because she was until now. Don't miss the series premiere of Life Sentence tonight on the CW. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So, uh, you know, with snow falling outside our window, you know what I love? I, I love the fact that... You know, when we first started moving our show into other cities, the first city naturally was Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Well, you know, South Florida. Mm -hmm. City, area, region, whatever. Because, you know, New York City and South Florida really are so, so connected. They they really are. There are a lot of New Yorkers that are connected through Florida. Florida, Snowbirds. Floridians always coming up here. I mean, there's just this this great connection. Mm -hmm. And so, when it snows here... It's sunny there. Yeah. And that this is one thing that we have that's not connected. Right. <laughs> right. But what we do have is when it snows here, we all say, I wish I was in Florida. I wish I was there. So right. it's a connection. Exactly. And when they, when they have a, you know, a huge storm on the way, yeah. a hurricane, they're like, oh, God, let's get to New York. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's really funny how we are so opposite, yet we are just so connected. You know? I remember last year when we had the storm, you came here. You were, like, flying into the storm. Nobody's like, what are you, nuts? So yeah, we, why, you should fly here now for our storm. Come on. Oh, you know, what? you know what? I think you're going to be okay. We've got a storm here today. I'm going to stay here and experience this one. I'll let you know what it's like. So, we're, uh, so we are waiting for, here in New York City, they're saying in the city, a foot of snow. That's wow. Lovely. Which is a lot for New York City. Yeah, New York City, I feel like they don't know what to do with it. Where, where do you put it? There's not even a place to put a you foot don't. of snow. It, it puts itself. Yeah. What you do is when you're walking down the street, you just find a little bitty trail, and yeah. you have to share it with other people. You it's, do. It's, it's a whole new world. It's like you're, you've landed on another planet. It's crazy. The planet snow. <laughs> and uh, my house out in Jersey, it's they're saying a foot and a half. Uh, Whoa. And my house is kind of next to a hill, and it blows snow down. The, so, I mean, I, I have walked out of my kitchen door there in years past and have snow past my titties. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they're like up here. Can I say that? There was one year. There was only one year where we didn't know the snow was coming. And remember, we canceled the show the next day because it was so ridiculous. We couldn't even we couldn't even walk. Hey, where girl Kathleen? What are you doing? She walks in and drops off a note and I'll tell you what it is. So come here, web girl Kathleen. So I sent this to her this morning and I thought it was it made Chris Hemsworth even hotter. What's that? So tell him what it is. So it's a video of him teaching his five-year-old daughter how to surf. Yeah. And he's so muscly. And he just pops her up on his back and gets on the surfboard. And they're just, they're riding that wave together. It's so cute. Okay, so what's hotter? The hot guy with muscles or the fact it's a cool dad 
surfing with his five-year-old daughter. The cool dad Cool part. dad yeah. for sure, yeah. It gives you extra points. They all kind of work in concert yeah. together. So mm-hmm. it's at the Elvis Duran Instagram. So at Elvis Duran Show on Instagram. Hey, okay. what are we noticing uh, trending-wise on uh, on our Twitter feed and on Instagram or the Facebook thing? Well, what's going on today? Well, have you heard that you can make wine in an Instant Pot? This is true. <laughs> yes, it was the hottest thing on ElvisDuran.com for the past two days in a row. This food blogger from New Jersey discovered a recipe where you put some grape juice and some sugar and some yeast into your Instant Pot, which is supposed to be for healthy recipes, and you can make wine. That's so cool. <laughs> we should do it here and get wasted. I know. I sent all the ingredients to Scotty B and to Andrew, so I hope that they get it so we can make it in the studio. Does <laughs> well, Amazon sell it? Well, yeah, yeah, Instant Pots? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's where I bought mine. Oh. Is it Insta or Instant? Where is it? Oh, Instant, Instant. Oh, instant. Heard Insta. It's Insta. Well, I don't know. It's one of the. I get it confused with Instagram sometimes. <laughs> if I had Wi Fi that worked. Instant Pot. Huh. Huh. Let's see. How come I can't get Wi Fi to work here? Instant. Is Insta a brand of Instant? You have one? <laughs> oh, an Instant Pot, $99.95. We can get it tomorrow. Instant Pot. As long as you have the Instant Pot that has the yogurt. Um, Feature? Yeah, this one has a rice cooker, a slow what? cooker, a yogurt maker, a, cooker. Ste- a saute, What's a, cooker? a steamer, a wa- I mean, if you can this cook is- so fast, it might as well drop the R at the end of the word. Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> How do I know which one's good? There's so many different price points oh, here. I see a couple of bogus Instas for the instant. Uh, there's some instants. Okay, okay. I... I have an Instant Pot. I had to have it because it was the new trend on Amazon. I still have it in the box. <laughs> you have any- Oh, there's a cookbook. You want it? 500 of the most delicious recipe collections for Danielle, your Instant Pot. Danielle, look up cook- Look up Instant Pot cookbooks. There's a thousand Are of them. Are there really? Yes. Now, is the- what's the difference between this and a crock pot? I'll tell you what. You can saute in it. You can cook things. You can slow cook them, fast cook them. You can, oh uh, you can uh, I think, pressure cook them, too, if wow. I'm not mistaken. Yes. You, it does right. everything. There's a lot of cookbooks here. It's all in one. It's all you need. You don't even need a kitchen yeah. if you have the Instant Pot. Now, yeah. why would I buy the cookbook with 110 recipes when I could get the one with 550 recipes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Are you going to sit home and do every single recipe? I probably wouldn't even do one. That's the problem. So now we learn you can do Instant Pot wine. <laughs> mm. I'm going to open up my own vineyard. This is I'm awesome. My own, my own winery. We're going to call it Instant Pot wine. <laughs> oh, there's instant pot Italian cookbook. No, there, there's everything. I mean, it's silly to even go through the list, Daniel. I mean, there's a, it's a, it. I don't, I don't want to call it a fad because it's just really popular right now. Okay. So I think today's the day I'm going to open up my instant pot. The problem box. with this thing is it's pretty big. Like, where do you put it? In it's right here. No, no, it's yeah. like this big. Oh. It's like this. They like make a, a small one. Little yes. R2D2. <laughs> anyway. Um, Okay, enough of that. We I got it. I've been trying to not play it, but we're gonna play the phone tap now. <laughs> I we're love the phone late, tap. Elvis. What? We're too late. No, we're not too late. Okay. It's a way back Wednesday phone tap, and Scary's insisting because it's his. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. Scary, let's officially get the phone tap on. Yeah. What's it all about? Lindsay wanted a phone tap her father. She lives in the ground floor apartment, and her parents live in the house upstairs. But their landline phone is connected to both houses. So whenever a call comes in for Lindsay, her nosy dad always tries to listen in on her calls. And she wanted to teach him a lesson about this, knowing that he was going to take the bait. Ooh. Huh. 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 So who do you play in this? Well, I, I play, uh, you're going to hear it right here. Just, just hit. You can't roll, tell us who you play. Say, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm Peter, the Purple Passion Party uh, person. <laughs> okay, let's listen in. I think we needed to know that. Here we go. Hello. Hi, can I speak to Lindsay, please? Who's calling? It's uh, Peter. My name is Peter. Okay. Uh, can I speak with her, please? 
All right, well, she lives downstairs. I'm going to have to buzz her, okay? Hold on a minute. Lindsay, you got a phone call. Pick it up. I got it. Hang it up. You got it? I got it. Hang up. Oh, all right. All right, I'm hanging up. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Oh, hi. You ready for Saturday night? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm all set, and I got my card right here. I know you forgot the CRV number on the back. Remember that all the items that we're selling at the Passion Party are paid for by you in advance. So, right. So I just want to go down the list and make sure that you have what you want. Yeah. I'm bringing three squirmy wormies. Um, okay. Two frisky fingers. Okay. A Mr. Softy. Okay. Ten tubes of Oh Honey. Fourth Robin Robbins. Lizzie. And a you, super. Hold on a minute. Dad, are you still on the phone? No, no, no I just I just picked it up. I, I was gonna make a phone call, but who, who's on the phone with you? It's none of your business. I gotta finish this. A super sucker with King Kong attachment. No. What? Hello. Dad. Hello. Get off the phone. Lindsay, who's on the phone, Lindsay? It's none of your business. It's not for Lindsay, you. Is he part of this party? No, no, no. He's not coming. There, no, Dad. No, what party? Where's the party gonna be, Lindsay? Where's the party gonna be? It's a female thing, Dad. It's, it's, it's for what? What are you? What are you? What are, you, what are these sex toys? What are they? Hang up the phone. Yeah, hang up the phone, Dad. Come on. Tell me to hang up the phone. I'm talking to my daughter over here. Dad, I found this number on the internet and called them. I set this up. You called them? This is none of your business. What's the matter with you? It's not a big deal. Everybody does it nowadays. Like I said, we need everybody. Everybody jumps off a bridge. You're going to jump off a bridge? What? Huh? I think, you know. Peter, maybe you should jump off the bridge. You just shut up and nobody's talking. Oh my God, are you bringing up the I'll bridge talk to again? My daughter here. Shut up. You who the f is this Peter? I want to know who the f Peter is. I don't I even know who he is. You don't know who he is? Well, how do you, he could be a mental case. Why are you talking to some guy on, on the internet? He could be nuts. He could be a murderer. Hang up the phone. No. Yes. Hang up the phone right now. It's what they're doing today, Dad. It's what, seriously. What? Phone sex parties? Is that what this is? A orgy? Hang up the phone right now. I'm coming right downstairs to talk no, to you. No, you can't come down here. I'm coming. You, you can't, can't come down here. It's my house. Maybe we can adjust your wife, sir, in some of these items. What we have. You need to bring my wife into this now. You know, we have the Venus Ultra Butterfly on sale. Hey, let me tell you something, Peter Piper, whatever the f your name is. You hang up the phone so I can talk to my daughter. Mom, give me the idea anyway. She went to one of the Mom, We should go with her friend. Your mother. Lizzie, Master. I'm going to talk to your mother. If, she, if you're lying, oh, I'm coming down here right now. We, we're going to straighten this out right now. You can't come down here, Dad. I'm not coming. Lizzie, I'm coming, Lizzie, I'm coming down now. I'm to talk to you. Come down here. I'm not opening the door. I, I still hear, so. a t I hear a TV set. Is, it, is it your TV? I don't have it on. He's not gone. He's listening. Hello? I, can't, yeah, I know I can't you're there. Think. He thinks we're stupid. How are you going to use these? Like by yourself uh, or what? Uh, your boyfriend? Well, or? Hey, listen to me. Hang up the phone. Uh, the I knew you didn't hang up the phone. You really want to listen on your daughter's conversations, huh? You I run up here and I'll start questioning my daughter about what she's going to use these things for. I was just that testing you to see if you picked up the phone. You did pick up the phone. You yeah. just what? This is my house. This is my phone. I have every right, right. to my phone call, Dad. That's the whole point. Exactly. See, you're sticking your nose into business that you my have none. My daughter is always my business, pal. Who do you think you are? That's the trouble with today's world. The parents don't know what the kids are doing. That's why they get in trouble. I'm not one of those parents. I want to know what my, my daughter's doing at all times. Well, she's going to be doing a passion party on no, Saturday she's night. Not. She's going to be doing a passion party. Listen, you don't know who I have any idea who I am, pal. I'll bring people down Your there. father who eavesdrops on his daughter's phone calls, that's who you are. Where the f*** are you? Where's your place? Where's this business that you, that you supposedly run? We're on the internet. Listen, I'll bring you the crazy Daisy Love doll, and I guarantee you... Daisy, what the, what the f*** are you talking about? You'll be thanking me on Monday morning. <laughs> oh, my God. We, I, gotta, I think we should end this. Oh, my God. Is he coming okay. downstairs? He's at my door right now. I just, let him in hand on the phone. I don't want you, you to get hurt. You want privacy? And now you're going to have these f***ing passion parties? Just take the phone. He'll tell you. Take the phone. Hang up.
son of a bitch. Dad, you dad, 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 come here. What's going on, please? You've been phone tapped. What? This is Scary Jones from Elvis Duran in the morning show, and Lindsay's playing a joke on you. Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> not real, Dad. I swear to God, it's not real. Well, you're trying to give me a heart attack. What's the matter with you people? No, she is. She went <laughs> to us. I ran down here in my underwear. The neighbors saw me. Come on, Lindsay. What's the matter with you kids? Cut me up like that. Elvis Duran, phone have an idea for a phone tab? Go to ElvisDuran.com. Click on the phone tab tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tab was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tab only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Call us at 1-800-242-0100. Can I just tell you guys I'm like about to cry because I'm so excited to be talking to oh, you. Oh, really? I'm shaking right now. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So uh, our friends in West Virginia back to work. Our teachers and the students, they're going to school today. I guess they deed up <laughs> on the governor there in West Virginia. I love that Scary just looked at me and said, hey, Elvis, you need to D up on that guy. I'm like, do you know anything about basketball, really? In the game of basketball, D means play defense. So, you know, D up, D up. I know, but you know, you know what else D means, right? Detroit. Dude. Douchebag. Okay. <laughs> no, it is, let's move on. Let's the move big on. Big D is Dallas. We should move on. Moving on. As the snow is uh, creeping and crawling toward us here in New York City, in beautiful South Florida, where we wish we were with Froggy. Yep. That'd be nice. But I will tell you something that's going on. It's kind of pissing me off. Now, next door to our studio is uh, the world famous WOR Radio, which iHeartRadio owns as well as our station here, Z100. Now, um, WOR is news talk. And so there are information. So they're telling us to play this like every 20 minutes. Listen. Get the latest on the storm on 710 WOR, including up-to-date weather channel forecasts, road conditions, and more. Complete storm coverage. Okay, so they're telling us to play that here on our station, Z100. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. If we're going to play promos that tell you to go listen to another station, isn't it fair that they play a promo that says yeah. they should listen to our yes, station? Yes, of course. Yeah. So we're coming up with something. Okay, good. And well, gonna, so, are you going to walk it over there and tell them to yeah, play Yeah, I'm going to walk it over there and say, hey, hello, you gotta play lady, this. we're going to send people your way for storm coverage, but you got to send people our way for whatever it is we do. So the question is, what is it we do? I don't know. I'm like, I don't really know. Like, if, if you went over, Danielle, yeah. if you went over to WOR and said, hey, I need to do 15 seconds on WOR to tell people to listen to the Elvis Train Morning Show, what would you tell them? I would definitely have to use the word flatulence because okay. we talk a lot about that. I don't know. I, t- I say we're funny, we're entertaining. We talk about farts. Yeah, and I say this. You know, you don't, you don't always need the serious news stuff. Take a break and come listen to us for a while. I don't know. I've, I've got Coaster Boy Josh, our imaging guru, working I, on it right I now. I can't wait to hear like, it. Straight Nate, you're the senior executive <laughs> producer. What we, look, we know WOR has snow coverage, so we're telling our listeners to go listen to, to that. What are we going to tell WOR listeners to come listen to us for? Well, I would say, first off, if you want the weather, just look at your phone, and then go listen to Elvis <laughs> Duran, because oh, there you go. <laughs> because it's entertaining. So, on, so, so WOR is going to play a promo that says, why are you listening to this? You can get weather on your phone. Turn on Elvis Duran in the morning show. <laughs> yeah, multitask. <laughs> we got to figure it out. Anyway, so yeah, so Coaster Boy Josh is working on a promo to play on WOR, and they will play it. Yeah, good. They've got to play it. Pro quo. Please use English. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> try to educate you. Well, whatever. So uh, airlines are all clogged. All our airports are. Oh, yeah. they, they called off flights yesterday. 
My friend has a flight tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., and she is praying that she gets out because they're going to Florida. Hey, you know a little trick that airlines use? Have you ever flown somewhere, and as you land, the pilot comes up and goes, I think you're flying United. Just to let you know, we uh, landed uh, 15 minutes early here at beautiful uh, Miami International Airport. We love flying you here. Thanks for uh, flying uh, the friendly skies. We don't forget, we got you here 15 minutes early. <laughs> you know what's going on here. What? No, no offense, and what? I don't blame him for doing it. It's smart. Okay, what? They're lying to you. Why? Well, no, they're not lying. They're they're being honest. They bloat the amount of time it's I supposed to take it. to fly you there. Of course they do. Because I have noticed lately that we've been getting in earlier, and I go, it says that it's going to take us three and a half hours, but it took us two and a half hours. I don't understand. That, they're, do they do that on purpose? Yes, what they do. They want to make you feel like your flight's landing ahead of schedule, so they manufacture this festive thing. It, the fact is they're taking longer than ever to get from here to here. True fact. The airlines are actually padding schedules to give customers the illusion that they're making up time and getting to their destinations earlier. It's a classic example of setting expectations low and then yeah. exceeding them. Something we do on our show. Not, right. Yeah, not only that, but there's some penalties in certain countries. I was in... Uh, Europe over the holiday, the the vacation we just had. Yep. And if your flight is a certain amount of time late in arriving at its destination, they have to pay you legally because it takes off from the European oh. Union. So they make this flight like 18 hours long on paper, and they go, oh, we got you here you 12 go. hours early. <laughs> so so they don't have to pay you. If you're going to fly from New York to Miami, it's what, three and a half hours? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, welcome to United Airlines. It'll be about flight time of 17 hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> but we're going to we're gonna try to get there early. How come you, we, we don't have any Brooklyn pilots? Yeah. Hey, yo, what's up? <laughs> welcome to the freaking friendly skies, you know? We're early. You're welcome. Get your ass off the plane. <laughs> That's the New York I ones? Lo- <laughs> I love when you land and they're like, yeah, we got you here a half hour early. But they don't have anywhere for us to park the place. Exactly. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. so we're going to taxi for a while. Right. United Airlines Flight 454 for Amsterdam is still at the gate. Still trying to get everyone on board. Yeah. So we're going to sit out here on the tarmac and watch all the other planes just kind of roll up. Just, just make sure you sit there. And just, you know, I don't care if you have to pee. Just, just stay in your seat there. Thank you. Or I when, love how the pilot's like, we did our job, but yeah. now they're not ready Wait, for us, so it's their yeah, fault. It's not our fault. Or when you're about to take off and they go, we're number 22 in line to take off. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? If you could just you know, sit up, you can't put your seat back. So fall asleep while sitting up and your head will do that thing where it falls forward and you catch yourself and wake up. I do that all the time. When waiting yeah. to take off and I fall asleep and my head goes, boom. Yeah. And you look up and the first thing you do is look around, who saw yeah. The pilot's like, oh, I saw you up here in the front. Up here on the flight deck. <laughs> What's scary? What's up? I just want to know, why don't they keep the message to themselves when we get there early and there's no gate? Because because that just makes the, everybody in the plane go, oh. Well, no, if they're going to stop, people want to. Look, if I'm stopping in the middle of a, of, a, of a runway, I want to know why I'm not moving. I want them to tell me. I want to be informed. And why do they sometimes need a smaller plane to tow the bigger plane to the gate? It's not a plane. What do they they, they have something it's to a, do? It's a, because sometimes planes cannot maneuver. Hey, go ask. Why don't you Google that? What's that? I don't know. What, what, what are you saying, bro? I don't want to mention the department store, but somebody just texted in that, hey, you know that department store, everything's always on sale because they raise the prices and then put them on sale, right. so you think you're getting a deal. That's right. They do. They yeah, do. There was a mattress company that did that. There was never not a sale. They're not in business anymore. Oh, they, wow. they raise the prices and they put them on sale. They mark them down. All right, so once again, the question is this. If we have to play this promo 
telling our listeners to go listen to another station. Get the latest on the storm on 710 WOR. We should play this down on WOR. If you're tired of storm coverage, turn on Elvis Duran in the morning show. When you're sliding into third and you smell a little turd diarrhea. Elvis Duran in the morning show. What do you think? Can, can you run that I down like there? It. I think it's run that down to Lynn Berman and ask him to play that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? Let's get into the Danielle report. Danielle. Yes. We're about to have the Danielle report. <laughs> we got the best uh, crew in the sky. <laughs> she's about to tell you about stuff going on, uh, but she's gonna make up a few stories. Oh, yeah, don't don't say that. There's really nothing going on today. She she just makes this crap up. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't gather around the laboratory. Mm-hmm. All right, go. What do you have? All right, so let's talk about, this is actually awesome. Victims and families of the Route 91 massacre are sharing $31.5 million from a GoFundMe account set up after the tragedy. So victims and the families of victims, they're getting money. They're actually getting the money from this fund that was set up for them. So that is good news to You know what's interesting? Today. Because when these GoFund things, uh, GoFundMe things are mm-hmm. set up, you, you wonder which ones are legit. Of it's course. great to hear that there is a yeah. great, fantastic, legit one I going on. I love it. I love it. Uh, so Sunday's episode of The Walking Dead had the show's lowest ratings since season one, which is very interesting because it was a big episode and it was like the comeback episode. Uh, was it the second episode or the first episode of the news of this season? Second, okay. Uh, the guy who plays the mountain on Game of Thrones broke a world record for the raw deadlift. What the hell is the raw deadlift? I, I like have how no every story idea. you do, you ask a question. I have no idea. What is Oh, are you going to show me? Oh, this. Nate's going to show us. I think it's this. Oh, oh you, you bring it up, the weight's up to your knees. chest, and then up above. Wow. What's, well, what question do you have about your okay, next story? Okay, hold on. So, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow posted a video of Chris Martin teaching their 13-year-old daughter, Apple, how to play guitar. I didn't know Gwyneth Paltrow knew how to play guitar. Did anybody know that? Elvis, did you know yeah, that? Like... Scary. Did you know Gwyneth Paltrow? <laughs> no, no. And Chris Martin, they, you know, they were teaching their kid how to play guitar? Apple? Yes, Apple. That's not the question. What else you got? Emma Watson is dating uh, Court Overstreet. Elvis, did you know that Emma Watson was dating That's Gordon hot. Street? That really is hot. Two hot people dating. This is sad news. Usher and his wife have split after two years of marriage. They were together for about 10 years total. No word as to you know what exactly went down, but obviously they want uh, some uh, some privacy at this time. And I found this to be an interesting tidbit, Froggy. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has yeah. a phobia of metal jewelry. He even wears a wooden what? wedding ring because he has a phobia of the metallic. Like touching metal? Yeah, I guess touching him. But is wow. it now? Here's my question: Is I got a question? Isn't his race car metal? Well, it's wood. Parts of it are, but most of it's sheetrock. It's made out of bubble, bubble wrap. <laughs> it's fiberglass. Most of it is. Okay, so there you go. Uh, Wendy Williams is still dealing with her health issues, but she is going to be back on March 19th. So uh, get ready for Wendy to come Wait, back. She has, a, she has a guest host sitting yes, in for her. Yes, Kangaroo Jack, superstar Jerry O'Connell is filling Yay, in. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's a nice guy. He is a nice guy. Uh, let's have him fill in for us. Okay, so tonight the Blacklist, Riverdale, The X-Files, des- Designated Survivor, and so on. And so on. And uh, next hour, I'll come up with some more questions for you. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great to watch the news every night? And all they do is just ask you questions. Sorry. <laughs> hey, there's something going on in uh, Poland. If someone could just email me or text me, let me know what that is. We'll be back. I mean, even GNN doesn't ask questions. He just tells oh. us what he heard. Don't you think it's good that I ask questions? <laughs> it is. <laughs> You're informing us and making us Google exactly. things. Exactly. Right. Thank you, Daniel. You're fabulous. Yeah.
listen, I listen, I listen, I listen while I'm getting ready, when I'm stressed out. They're always so positive. They always make us laugh. I literally listen all the time. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Wednesdays on VH1. It's an all-new series with an all-new crew. Welcome to New York's hottest salon, where it's beauty in the front, parties in the back, and drama everywhere. Beauty Bar, all-new episodes tonight at 10, 9 central after Black Ink Crew, only on VH1. To me, it's a great way to start off the day. Every day, there's something new. They make me laugh in the morning. There's a lot of funny segments, and then also they play a lot of good music. I don't know where they come up with all these topics. I like the phone tabs. Elvis, he's kind of the main man. Danielle, scary. It's like when my friends and I get together, that's what we do. We make fun of each other, and we just have a good time. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Around the room. We'll start with you, Scary. What's on your mind today? Can I just say that crushed ice sucks, and there's a big difference between that and ice cubes? I in love the drink? crushed ice. I, I love, love crushed, crushed ice. ice. Crushed ice is fabulous. Yeah. Well, okay, but why, but why do you oh, hate it? Why do you hate it? It takes up more of the volume of the container you're drinking out of, therefore watering your drink that much worse. It also makes it colder, doesn't it? Because you have more surface space. There is that, but I don't want a watered down drink. And when I was asking, I was actually trying to get something at a store the other day, and I said, can I have some ice? And they're like, well, we only have, we have crushed ice. And I said, I want cubes. What's the difference? Well, then there is something to be said, Scary, for yeah. these great bars that have that one huge chunk of ice. I got one of those this See, I, lo- I love those. It depends on what you're drinking, I guess. Yeah. There was a square cube in, in, in a glass. I love those. I love those. But you know what? Sonic, you can actually get Sonic drive-in oh. ice machines. Is that I, Ellis and I have talked about this. I need one of those That's in my like life. That's like slurpy bad. ice, right? It makes what? it like a slurpy. Well, and it's not quite. The, it's in. It's in between there. It's, mm-hmm. it's little a, nuggets. Little, little ice. Yeah, nuggets. yeah, exactly. They're ice nuggets. Oh, ice nuggets. Hey, you ice nugget. <laughs> What's up with you today, frog? You know, I really hope people don't use their bathroom at home the way they use the bathroom here at work. Ooh. There's a bathroom here at work that nobody respects. There's, they just drop stuff on the floor. There's toilet paper everywhere. When you go to work today. Respect the bathroom at work just as you do the bathroom at your house. Please do. Yeah. Or maybe even a little better, actually. Don't be like the guy here at uh, iHeart New York that wipes his boogers on the wall. Oh. Remember the booger wiper? That's a fetish. What's up with you? you. Hey, what are you into? I'm I'm into people who poop on the floor. (laughs) They have to get off on wiping their boogies on the wall. What's up with you today, Danielle? All right, so I was at the grocery store. I love the different flavors of Cheerios, and I love, like, mixing them. So I saw, yeah. Was it yesterday National Cereal Day? Was it? Was it? It was was National Oreo Day. Cheetos, I thought, no? It was Cheetos. National Oreo Day yesterday. Anyway, so you love oh. Cheerios? Yes. So yesterday I was in the grocery store and they had chocolate peanut butter Cheerios. And I went hmm. to grab a box and bring it home. I accidentally brought home the wrong box. So I'm sitting at home and my son says, Ma, thanks for the chocolate Cheerios. <laughs> and I couldn't stop laughing. And he goes, what's so funny? And I'm sitting there and the box actually says chocolate Cheerios. And I said, I am so childish right now, but the box says chocolate Cheerios. Like, I think they should have rethought that. And made it say something well, not else. all kids know that that means like anus. I, I know, <laughs> Our show has ruined this. All right. We have breaking news. <clears throat> we have breaking news. Right here. This is GNN Breaking News. Greg T. the Frat Boy, GNN Breaking News from the Greg News Network. What's going on, guys? So I've been doing some research back here while you guys are doing the show. Yeah. Did you know that there's some new words that are in this dictionary now? Yeah, we were talking about that on our show. Mm -hmm. Every year, 
dictionary puts out a lot of words that they add to it. Yes. Today they're adding dumpster fire, biggin, glampin, and wordy. You know that? We talked about yeah, this already. Yeah, we talked about that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, that's what I heard that they were doing it. I don't know who I heard it from, but I heard that. Well, maybe you're listening to our show. What else are you hearing? What else are you hearing? Cheating. What? Usher is getting divorced because he's cheating. No, no, it does not say he's cheating. It says they're getting divorced. They didn't say why. That's what I heard. No. I, mean, I heard he's cheating. You heard wrong. Cheating. <laughs> hey, Gregory, I mean, we don't know if it was cheating. We d- we do know they're getting a divorce. Right. And so, you know, we don't know. He was cheating. We don't know he. that. But, but that's what I heard. All right, what else you got? Did you hear about the snow that's coming to the East Coast? <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about it all morning. Nope. So it's coming over here from Ohio to Pennsylvania, because those are the two states next to New Jersey and New York. Then it goes to there, and then it's going to go right up uh, up into Maine. You know that? Yes. 20 inches or something like that, I'm hearing. All right. What else? Did you hear about The Bachelor? Yes. The show is scripted. It's not real. That I agree with. Yeah, so that's what I'm hearing. Yes, we're hearing. We're hearing yeah, that we're too. Hearing that's what you're hearing. Did you hear about lobster? What about lobster? Evidently, it's very expensive. So, All right. They're Did trying you... to catch smaller lobsters for cheaper prices, so more people can experience eating lobster. It's healthier for you. That's what I'm hearing. I'm not, I'm not, I haven't heard that ever. Me neither. That's what I heard. That more people are going to try to eat lobster because it's healthy. You know that game HQ Trivia? Yes. Yeah. I'm hearing that it's got a lot of money, that, that it's worth a lot of money. Some guy over at Twitter wants to buy it. Yeah, no, I, I bet that's true. But... I don't know. This is what I heard. All right. You hear about SpaceX? You know what? Elon Musk? <laughs> yes. Yeah. He launched another rocket yesterday over at, uh, from Disney World, by, by where Froggy's from. <laughs> He didn't launch a rocket from Disney World. Well, yeah, it was right over there. This story's full of uh, bad facts. What are you talking about? You know, he he launched you're, his 50th rocket. Okay, out of all the stories you're giving us, like, there's one little piece that's not correct. You know that, right? Well, I don't understand what you're talking about. I'm telling you what at least I heard. This is what people do with the news. They don't really know the facts. It's what they hear. <laughs> He's great. Who's got time for facts? <laughs> Thank you, Gregory. This is GNN Breaking News. Thank you. I love you. About facts, we wouldn't have the government and the people running it that we have now. What I heard. All right, thank you. What are you even talking about? I don't know. Are you smoking pot back there? Are you eating edibles? Well, I listen. Have you heard about edibles? (laughs) What about them? So listen to this. This is amazing. So some of the companies that make some of these candy gummy things, mm-hmm. they're going to get involved and they're going to be making these edibles so you can get high just eating like gummy bears. Is that crazy? Yeah, they, you can buy those now. Yeah, yeah. well, no, but you're going to be able to buy it like in like in your stores. Like, like, like All in right. you know, ShopRite. All right. All right, thank you. It's ShopRite. <laughs> Somebody call ShopRite and let them know. <laughs> Look, we know the line he calls. Why do we pick that up? I don't know. Hello, does, he know this... that I'm, does he know I'm 300 miles away from Disney? Or no, no, no. <laughs> According to him, you're, from Disney. You're, at, you're at Disney World, and they're launching, they launched a rocket from there. Okay. Hello, uh, Dana. Hi. Dana, hi. What's going on? Oh, I was calling about um, the poop. somebody pooped on my bathroom floor at work. 
Oh. Uh, what? Why, why? Why? I mean, do we know why? <laughs> they, I have no idea. And they they emailed everybody and tried to find out who the culprit was, but nobody oh. fessed up. Well, who's going to fess up? Right. I did it. <laughs> it was me. All right. Can we move on? I missed. No. I, they didn't even try to clean it up or anything? No. And it was, there was like, there was just. Okay, okay, well, I don't get don't get too descriptive. But I mean, what do you do? You put an email out saying, "Hey, no questions asked. Just let us know if you pooped on the floor." I don't get it. I, I, was, I saw the email and I was like, "Is this seriously happening?" Right? <laughs> I know you're the, you're working in a dumpster fire. Is where you're working. <laughs> I said that I was like, this place is seriously dumpster fire, and I work at with the fire department too. So, oh lord, somebody from the fire department pooped on the floor. That's terrible. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> it, 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 we got a code brown. You know, I, I don't understand why I'm laughing, but it's just—I think I'm laughing at the fact that people are capable of doing this. Oh. There was a sign on the door here the other day that basically told us not to go in. And I asked um, I asked Anita at the front desk, and she said, yeah, somebody had a really bad stomach this morning, and they missed. And I'm like, what? Oh, that's not good. All right. Yeah, I, no, you do. Let's. We got to move on. Uh, Dana, thank you so much for calling. Thanks for adding thank to our so show. I'm so glad I got through. Oh. I, I love you guys. I listen every single day. Well, we're happy you contributed <laughs> Aren't to you our proud show. of what you said on the air today? You're the best. All right. I can't believe that's how I got I know. <laughs> Thank you, Dana. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Let's get into sound with Garrett. Garrett, let's yes. go. What do you have going on? All right, let's talk about The Voice from last night. Have you been watching? I love this season of The Voice with Kelly Clarkson on it. You know, everyone's talking about how Kelly Clarkson really is making this season incredible. A lot of Voice. fun, and she's putting Blake Shelton and Adam Levine in their places, too, at times. But listen to this. Terrence Cunningham, he sang, uh, he sang last night. He got the chairs to turn in under 30 seconds so quick. Uh, it's never really been done on the show before. Listen. Wow, that's fast. When it's cold outside, yes, I oh. There's one. Oh, wow. Where'd they throw you off? Where'd they throw you off when you're singing? All of a sudden, and a chair turns, and there's Kelly Carson going, hey, what's up? He didn't even get into the song yet. Wow. All right, cool. So we got to see how he does throughout the show. All right. Now, Danielle was talking about Dale Earnhardt Jr. being afraid of jewelry, and he doesn't wear a wedding ring. He wears a wooden wedding ring. It's called Kessomemophobia. I also have a jewelry phobia and don't want to wear metal rings. My wedding ring is actually a wooden ring. And I don't want to wear that too much because I could get scratched or broken because my jewelry phobia is real. And Amy thought that I was making it up and that there's no such thing as a jewelry phobia. But there is a word. It's along one of them long, crazy words. But uh, there, it's real. There you go. Wow. Junior. That's from his podcast, Dirty Mo Radio. Yep. By the way, so you can listen to that. Jimmy Kimmel last night, Elvis, you were talking about this earlier. He brought back mean tweets with all our favorite musicians. So Nick Jonas, Usher, Pink, Fall Out Boy, just to name a few. Nick Jonas was cute back when he was in the Jonas Brothers. And now he looks like a ferret. <laughs> Usher seems like he'll stop in the dead-ass middle of sex because he got chilly. Pink makes music for obnoxious white bridal parties that drunkenly walk into a Denny's and ruin everyone's evening. <laughs> I would have said Waffle House, but... 
Like, honestly, saying Blink-182 is your favorite band is like saying, I'm okay living with herpes. <laughs> Fall Out Boy is the comic sans MS of music. They're both entirely overused. <laughs> Wow. I All right. Like I love how they can laugh because you're yeah. like, eh, whatever. All right. Tonight's show last night, Jimmy Fallon played a montage of Chris Harrison, the host of The Bachelor, each season saying that this season is the most dramatic season ever. One of the most dramatic and surprising finales we've ever had. The wildest season in Bachelor history. The most dramatic finale ever. Something that has never happened before in Bachelor history. Tonight. It's all going to play out in a way that you've never seen before on this or any other TV show. There you have it. <laughs> and speaking of The Bachelor, so after the final Rose Rose, I guess, last night, part two. So this is Ari asking Lauren to take him back after he dumped her. Okay. I don't think she knew the extent, you know. I just said, she said, do you still have feelings for her? And I said, yes. I'm like, do you think that you're 100% over Becca? Yes, 1,000%. Okay, I, I, can we just not talk about them? <laughs> well, here's the interesting thing. Let's play the last. Wait, clip. there's interesting things. Yeah, well, well, so they're getting engaged. Lauren, Lauren, and Ari are getting engaged. Are we, right? wait, are we spoiling anything here? Well, they did yeah. it last night, and we talked about it all day yesterday. All so, right, right. Uh, the couple was on Kimmel. Listen to this. So they they're getting engaged. Remember that. Now listen to this. See, you guys are really in love for yeah. sure this time. For sure. When he goes to a restaurant, does he say, "I'll have the halibut," and then like five minutes later, he's like, "Hey, hey, I want to change it to the chicken." <laughs> we haven't been to one yet. You haven't been to a restaurant together? No. Oh, you should definitely get married right away. <laughs> they haven't been out to eat together. So stupid. It's so weird. They'll be broken up in what? Let's take bets. How long do you give them? I don't know. Two months. I give them a month. Yeah, less than a month. This is why I, I, I'm hesitating getting married. I don't want to make sure it's for sure. But then you see a show like that. They're like, let's get married. What's your name? I don't know. But they're getting paid to get married on television, though. That's the thing. They're getting their paycheck, and then they're running away. All right, there you have so it. Stupid. I should be able to sue The Bachelor. Why? Why? Because we're we're thinking they're getting into a committed relationship only for them to break up in a month after they got a hefty paycheck. Okay, no ABC. offense. I love you, Garrett. It's a TV show. I get that, but still. <laughs> no, you don't get it. This is why people are taking all this so seriously. It's a TV show. They're trying to get ratings. And it's bull... It's bull crap. I get that. It's all I'm just saying, I put my time. They put their time. They get paid for it. I should get paid for putting my time into the show, too. Well, I'm Mm. suing for that. I get that. I want my time back. Exactly. All right. You're a good American, though. Thank you, Garrett. There you go. Garrett! Jeff Probst. How how many seasons of Survivor has this guy done? 36 now. 36? Damn. Holy macaroni. Language? <laughs> Can't say what I really want to say. Holy. Anyway, so we're going to talk to Jeff Probst in about 30 minutes to talk about, uh, well, several things. We have to talk about the 36th, 36th season of Survivor, but also our own Andrew, my assistant, he's been begging to get on Survivor. Yeah. And, and we're not going to take no for an answer this time. Good. We should. Come here, Andrew. <laughs> See, I don't think, no offense. I love Andrew. I don't think he would last more than like 15 minutes. <laughs> no offense. That's lies. I would I would win. I know I'd win. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So why do you think you have what it takes to survive Survivor? So I think that the best skill I have is listening. All you have to do on Survivor is listen to people. It's literally sitting on a beach, listening to people, and the physical challenge is listen. I know I'm not going to be good at them, but I think I'm nice enough to kind of fly under the radar and be like, when a vote comes, don't pay attention to me. But let's vote out someone else. So you've watched enough Survivor to, I mean, you've studied oh it. So you yeah. think you could actually excel because of your knowledge. Oh, 100%. Oh, 
I've been watching it since I'm what, like nine, ten years old. Yeah, mm. it's been around a long time. Yeah. All right, well, Jeff Probst is on. He's calling in because of the snowstorm. Mm. Uh, he's calling in like 30 minutes. We'll, we'll talk him into it. Can I oh, ask Jeff if it's real? Can I say, just like The Bachelor, <laughs> we're actually thinking you're doing this on a soundstage. You're really not even sending people places. Why not? <laughs> I'm going to ask. Ask him what they fake. <laughs> say, yeah. Like you're faking. What are you Be faking? Be honest. Come on. It's 36 we, damn seasons. <laughs> I will tell you this. Jeff Probst is one of the nicest guys. He is. We always have a good he's time a with sweetie. him. He's a sweetie. And he puts up with us. So he's on the way. So hang on. Elvis Duran. You know who that person is? Who is that? Who is that? King of the world. And the morning show. Lucy Hale. She's back. Her highly anticipated return to television on the CW's incredible new series, Life Sentence. Lucy plays Stella Abbott, a girl who's been living like she's dying because she was until now. Don't miss the series premiere of Life Sentence tonight on the CW. I know here in New York, they're uh, talking about finally unleashing these driverless cars to drive around our streets. <laughs> you think that's safer than me? or I don't know. No. I, I don't know. Uh, yes. Shut up. Pro- I didn't probably. ask you. So I know out in L.A., they, they, there are self-driving cars rolling around. And mm-hmm. I, I know that one day we're going to listen to this part of our show and start laughing. Remember when we were talking about how weird it would be to have self-driving cars? And then by then, it'll be a bunch of cars that have no drivers. Yeah. The problem with self-driving cars is actually people. Really? Well, yeah, people. Well, look, the, the self-driving car, the computers, you know, they roll. They roll because they have sensors. They, they people don't have the same sensors. I mean, we run into, we've been running into each other for years. Shut up. So we're gonna be running into self. Driving cars just as much as we're going to be driving in, into driving now, dr- driver cars. What happens when that does happen? You know how the two people usually get out of the car well, my, and th- yell at each other. This is my point. <laughs> so, okay, so the LA Times reports that of six crash reports filed in California so far this year, two involved a person attacking a robot car. Oh, my goodness. They both happened in San Francisco, according to their Department of Motor Vehicles records. On January 28th, another... GM autonomous vehicle with a human driving had stopped behind a taxi. When the taxi driver got it, he slapped the front of the passenger side window. There's no... What happens when you wreck into a car and you get out and there's no one in the car? You're like, uh... Kick the side. What do you do? You just look around and go, well... Right. Yeah. And then you call the cops like, whose information do you get? Like, if it's their fault, like, who... Like, <laughs> how do you file a report? You'll figure it out. I guess there's a number on there. If a, if a driverless car gets pulled over for speeding, well, first of all, did they get pulled over? Do they pull over? I don't know. I don't know. know. Uh, what, Greg T? Well, I, what I heard, oh, for real, is that, no, 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 the, the police are going to have a contraption where they'll be able to pull up alongside, no, they'll be able to pull up alongside of the driverless car, and via a magnet, they're going to be able to move the car to the side, and then they'll be able to, you know, figure it all out, like that. Mm. This stuff's all been thought of already. You know, they just, they got it. They're going to roll it out soon. Yeah, Froggy. So, do you, okay, so for driverless cars, you could literally set the car to leave your house with nobody in it, and it will go somewhere. So, like, say you want to go pick your wife up. Yeah. And your wife's somewhere. Send it I out. I could just send the car to go get her. She gets in the car and comes home. Nobody's, nobody has to be in the car. Exactly. Yeah. That's freaky. Oh, I thought somebody had to be sitting in the car, and it just did the driving for you. Well, what's, well, well oh, I don't know. Well, look that up. Okay, look that up. I don't want to be, you know. Huh. Wrong. I don't huh. know. I'm just asking. Well, a driverless car, <laughs> I, I don't know. 
It would be kind of neat, like, if you had to go pick somebody up. I, oh, you need me to pick you up at the airport? No problem. I'll send my car. And you just sit in your car to go get them. I feel like the people around the self-driving car are going to be the accident causers. Because if I drove by a car with no one in it, <laughs> I'd, what? I'd start looking. <laughs> I'd, run, I'd run into another car. <laughs> yeah. What's scary? I think that was an interesting point earlier, and I just thought of this now, that in a self-driving car situation, if you get into an accident with it, if there was another person in the car, that would prevent you from getting out of your car and doing damage. But with the fact that there's no one in the car, you might actually get out of the car and start bashing it with a baseball bat. You might do more damage. You might well, create more violence. Well, hold on. I've got uh, Adam on the phone. Hey, Adam. Yes. Uh, you're up in Massachusetts? Uh, yes, correct. Uh, we're sending a snowstorm your way just mm. because we love you. I know. I, I appreciate it. I was supposed to be going to a uh, dealership. I work for um, a car company, and I had to cancel it today. Okay, well, so speaking of the car company you, you work for, you guys have a self-driving car. Yes, correct. Now, does somebody have to be in it, or does it you just send it on its way? Well, right now, per uh, government regulations, there still needs to be someone behind the vehicle, okay. behind the driver's seat to take over. Uh, so like, you're like hands-off. Well, like, yeah. Look, no hands. So I, I hear you're calling us from a self-driving car right now. Yes, correct. What? Uh, okay, okay. I want to see a picture. Guys, I, I think this is so funny, and Adam's <laughs> probably laughing with uh, at the same thing. Like in two or three years, we're all going to be like, wow, do you remember how amazing that I was? Know. And now we're like, self-driving right. car. It's like the Jetsons. Like one day we're going to be on the little Jets plane. Fly, instead of cars, you'll be flying above. I know. Flying your own little plane. I got to get home. Rosie's at home cleaning the house. <laughs> okay, so can, so it's driving you right now, and you're, and you're totally hands-off and letting it drive you. Correct. Can you text and self-drive? Um, uh, no, that's illegal. Um. <laughs> so what'd you, don't you get bored just sitting there? Like, what do you do? Yeah, what, can um, you... yeah you shouldn't text and drive. Um, but ultimately, yeah, you are hands-free, so you kind of just look uh. out the window, and uh, it takes you to your destination. Okay, so you're sitting there, and how fast is the self-driving car driving you right now? So you have to set your cruise control. The cruise control works differently than a normal cruise control. So you set it to x speed and it obviously won't go over that if a car came in front of me and kind of cut me off or a pedestrian even walked in front of the car the car would slow down to a safe distance if it was a right. car but if it was a pedestrian the car would apply the brakes completely and stop altogether yeah. and a lot of cars are, have that sort of right now i know mine does but uh, are you is it moving or is your self-driving car moving right now yes how fast are you going uh 62 miles an hour all right um, so now it, it, when it comes time to exit off the highway, do you have to take over or will it take the exit and take you where you need to go? So, uh, program wise, it will take me, but I actually have to engage it at this point. Right. Okay. Now let's be honest. Are you still a little anxious and like hands are like ready to grab wheel and foot on brake just in case? Cause it's a little, it's a little, a little nervy. Um, initially, when I first got it, uh, yes, like I put my hands, you know, my my knees are up higher because I don't need my feet by the brake or the gas. So, uh, you know, my knees are closer to my chest, but my hands are kind of on my knees, ready to grab that steering wheel. But I've been with the car for quite some time, and I don't have that sense to kind of step in if need be because right. I've been through a lot of situations, you know, with the miles I put on the car to, to not have that, um, you know, experience where I got to kind of 
So you do see, Adam, you see in time where you will be totally comfortable just not even paying attention. Let the car just do its yeah. job, get you to point B that you put into the GPS, and, and it's a done deal. Not, you're not even going to think about it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, what is the point of having a, uh, a car like that? Like, if you're in the seat anyway, you know, in the driver's seat anyway, what, what, what do you, you got extra time on your hands? Like, why, why do we have that? Is it safer, actually? Yeah, is it safer? I love it for traffic because no one's driving in traffic. So if the car can kind of do all those like silly mundane stop and go things and do the little bit of steering correction and you don't have to do that. I mean, after a long day, that is a good thing. Um, you know, that you don't have to, you know, necessarily be so engaged driving home um, that the car assists you, you know, getting you to your destination. Hmm. I got to be honest with you. I'm getting kind of turned, I'm getting turned on talking to someone who's not driving his car. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something weird about it. But I know, but I, again, five years from now, we're going to be laughing at this conversation we're having right now. Well, yeah, Adam, look, uh, be safe or you know, tell your car to be safe, whatever it is you yeah. do. <laughs> but I, I appreciate your, your, uh, your insight. That's so interesting to us. Yeah, it's, uh, I appreciate calling in. I, I've been listening to you guys for, oh, my God, since I was a kid in my upstairs bedroom. How old are you now? Um, 29. <laughs> right, that's not too bad, okay? okay. I was going to say, like, 74. Yeah, exactly. I can <laughs> handle 29. I'm a grandfather. <laughs> all right, well, Adam, be safe, and thank you for calling. And, and you know, all right. All right, we're going to let you go because I want you to pay attention. I will. Have a good one, guys. You too. Wow. You know, I think you can take up hobbies like knitting, when you're in the self like it really gives you more time for things. Stamp collecting. Stamp I always collecting. wish I had more time for that. Yeah, you know what? What are you doing? I'm not driving. I'm stamp collecting. <laughs> I'm a philatelist. What are they called? Philatelist. What is it? A philatelist. That's what it's called, a philatelist. Yeah, it sounds dirty. Froggy. What's wrong? He's he's a philatelist. I date him. Why? He's a great philatelist. He collects stamps. Hello. Uh, you know what? It's time for What's Trending. An old friend is back, and Samantha's doing it today. Sam! You ready to do it? I am so ready, you guys. Do it. What's trending? All right, so today it's all about food. This is one of my favorite finds. It's called Eight Greens, and it's this little vial that has 10 tablets of your daily servings of vegetables. What? Which sounds gross, but I promise you it's not. I've been eating these for days. You drop them in water. Right. You let it fizz for a couple minutes. You're almost, you and so what, those? it's like an entire salad in your water? It's basically, it has like so, it's made of eight different vegetables, obviously. It has more vitamin C than six oranges. B5 as 16 cups of broccoli. B12 as 16 cups of milk. And B6 as six cups of spinach. Shut up. And it's sweet. I promise you, it doesn't taste like crap. You can taste this when it's done fizzing. Oh, I want this. And the best part is it's created by this woman named Dawn, who's a local New Yorker. Uh, she was going through treatment. She's now totally great. She was going through cancer treatment. Uh, she met an aristocrat from England, and now she lives in England in a full-on manner. Wow. Oh, so th- if I start drinking these, I will live with an aristocrat in England. <laughs> That's the math I got from this. Fabulous. So what's it called again? It's called Eight Greens. Okay. And That's great. Yeah, you can buy them for $14 for one pack, or you can get them in bulk and save money. Well, let's be honest. How many of us really are truly eating the amount of vegetables nope. and no. fruits that we should be eating every day? None yeah, of right, us. No. So put, put in a pill and just down it. There yep. you go. So where can I learn more? Awesome. So you could go to uh, Elvis Duran on Instagram, and it's on the story, but that's not it. We have the other end of the spectrum, because everybody loves chocolate. Oh, 
But this chocolate has benefits, so you don't have to feel badly about it. It's called Good Day Ta Chocolate, and it was created by this doctor in Boulder who just wanted to have his sweet treat while doing something good for himself. So you can get your chocolate in sleep, calm, energy, probiotic, or vitamin D3. And I had a, I bought a little assortment box. So Danielle, you want to try one? I would like the energy, please. That's a good idea. <laughs> Anyone want to try calm? You, you really want that? Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, you... Uh, Eat the amount so of chocolates. Cute. There's a little prescription inside to tell you how tired you are, how much energy you need. It's awesome. It's really inexpensive, and I bought the value pack, which is like 14 bucks. I'm really into that that greens pill thing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's I want super them. cool. Give me oh, one of those. Hey, good. Here. Wait, is that the, what, what kind of chocolate energy? is Energy, here. I can use that. Measure Thank energy. you. <laughs> What's <laughs> trending? Thank you, Samantha. Thank you, guys. Check it out now at ElvisDuran.com. Twitter under attack. Follow Elvis on Twitter, at Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. That's a good energizing chocolate. Mm, that's cool. You know, if you're too busy eating at work, you don't have time to hire people. <laughs> I like that segue. <laughs> ZipRecruiter.com. Yeah. Today's the day. You're like, oh, I need to find a way to hire someone. I'm tired of sitting here and sifting through resumes and taking phone calls. You've got mm, other stuff mm. to do. That's why ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for. They identify the people with the right experience, and then they invite them to apply to your job. That way, you can narrow it down to the best candidates without going through all the candidates. As a matter of fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate in just one day. And they don't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss the greatest match. Mm. It's, just... another, it's another sign of people, technology, taking over <laughs> and making our lives easier. Yeah. You're going to hire a next superstar for your company. doesn't matter how large or small your company is. You should use a ZipRecruiter. You can use it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Hey, you want to know something? Yeah. Jeff Probst, in season 36 of Survivor on CBS, uh, the season premiere was last week. And, uh, you know, for those who care. Yeah. Ratings were up from last year's season premiere. This show continues to bring in a lot of people that love it. There's a lot of passionate people. And so obviously new people are coming in. It's not it's not like it nope. it's just the same people watching. It's constantly growing. You think do you think Jeff Probst is like a millionaire yet? Ask him, he's on the hey, phone. Jeff Probst, you know, are you a millionaire yet? Talk about it. How much money is uh, in your account? Talk Go. about it. Uh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I love the honesty, Jeff. I like that. Leave it at that. It could be one million, or it could be one hundred, yeah. nine hundred ninety-nine million. But it's somewhere in between. Good for you. I love that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm not quite at a billion yet. Yeah, I like that. Hey, did, right. you, did you see Jeff Bezos from Amazon is now worth one hundred and twelve billion dollars? Yeah. Crazy. That's Crazy. my Amazon's the best, though. Come on now. And it's because of people like us. <laughs> all right, look, uh, we've got lots to cover here. Jeff, first of all, we were saying earlier how we always love when you're on our show, either on the phone or in the studio, because you're such a, a very, very fun guy to talk to, and you're so oh, interesting. Thanks. I, I liked being in there last time. That was a good time. That's why you didn't come in this time, because you <laughs> too much of a good thing. No, I didn't come in this time only because I didn't go to New York. We're leaving to shoot to start shooting a new season in two weeks, so I've just been getting ready and prepping and all that stuff it's funny you mentioned that because yeah. i had heard that uh your your wife was actually trying to talk you out of doing more survivor is that true no i have no idea that that i didn't even know that was a story until cbs called me and said 
hey, look, we need to talk. What's going on? I said, what are you talking about? They said, we understand that you're having some issues with, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm super happy. I love this show. What do you mean? It was, there's zero to it. My wife laughed going, if they only knew, I want you out of the house more. Yeah, I was going to say, you would think she'd want you to go for a a couple months. Well, well, that's the thing. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about it. I don't want to get personal, but question, how much time are you on the road versus at home with your family? It's actually a great schedule. I leave, we pretty much shoot the same time all the time, which is April and part of May and then June and part of July. And so they come visit part of the time. And then when they're here, my dad is usually up at the house working on it with them. And so it's, it's actually, it's, it's perfect. And then the rest of the year, the nine months, we're either at, you know, doing post editing the show, which I'm here for, or we're in casting or we're in pre-production with the creative for the show. It's a great life. And it's, it's you're busy to be away. Yeah. It's well, not that bad. Now, wait, I have a question. So you said you're going to shoot a new one. So Ghost Island is basically done except for the finale? Exactly. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I guess good. doing two two uh, a year. So this has been going on since 2000. Okay, that makes sense in the yeah. math. Well, okay, back to your, your personal stuff. Here we go. <laughs> I I would think that if indeed Survivor went away... In order to keep a very strong relationship, as you guys are used to doing with this schedule, you would need to find another job that kind of takes you out of the house a little bit. I, I don't know. I, yeah. Do you see how well, it's kind of helped your relationship? Uh, well, I think so. For sure, there could be parts of it. But my wife is also a powerful woman. With She's she's building a startup, this company called FAIR. And uh, she so she's going strong as well. So we both have our own passions in life. And then we also cope co-parent with, you know, uh, share parenting with uh, two kids, our two kids, 14 and 11. And so we have a, and a great social life, great friends. I love it. Our life couldn't be better. And, you know, when you when you haven't been a part of one of these stories, you're certain that where there's smoke, there's fire. Everybody always says that, well, there must be something to it. No, or not at all. Yeah. Not a, not a damn thing. I, I not I would avoid it and and tell you, but there's nothing to it. Now, out of all the 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 incredibly fantastic places you guys have shot Survivor, which one is the one you could actually see building a treehouse and moving in? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, and moving in, dang. Uh, there's got to be one more than others that yeah. was maybe easier to live there than others, and you could actually picture yourself having, like, let's say, a vacation home there. Yeah, uh, I'd say probably none of them were easy to live in, and I'm not, I'm not kidding, because there's just no infrastructure in most of these places. You can't have the life. You'd have to be doing what – you know those home shows where they – some, the couple says, so we decided to give it all up and come to the islands of Vanuatu and live. That's right. what it's like. Either you're running from something, the law, or you're just, you know, one out. So in that case, I'd say Nicaragua would be the place that had the best infrastructure. But the most beautiful place where the people were the coolest and I could see living would be this place, the Cook Islands. Just a small little island, but the community was so cool and they just laughed all the time. They didn't care about 99% of the stuff that brings stress. Are they like, wow. are they high on something? Is that why they're laughing all the time? Are they, they, they're, they're eating edibles? I mean, are they just really, <laughs> are they just, be great they truly the are, they're truly not brought down by society. They're actually loving their lives and they're totally content in the Cook Islands. 
Yeah, and and if you hear a buzzer, this is my little alarm going back off on my phone to wake me up this morning. You wake up. Um, Now we're going to hear the awake Jeff Probst. (laughs) (laughs) um, No, I think, I honestly think what it is, is when you don't have those problems, you just don't have them. I love it. Like, like we went to visit, we got to go to Necker Island for a week, Richard Branson's island. Isn't that beautiful? Wow. Yeah, and one of the things he talked about without giving anything away was basically that same idea of I don't have any problems out here because I don't invite them because I don't live a life like that. And you guys back in America with all of your issues surrounding all of your things, you bring all that on yourself, and well, it's you do. stuck with me. Well, look, you know, wherever you live in this world, there are problems surrounding you, but if you can unplug from them, like you, you could turn your own apartment in the middle of New York City into your island if you know how to unplug from the world and just live your life. Let's talk about the show because, I mean, season 36, uh, the premiere, the season premiere was last week on Ghost Island, which I'm sure it's it's near Fiji or something. Where where is Ghost Island? (laughs) Yeah, Google. Google map it. It's it's beautiful. Are you sure it's not a soundstage somewhere? Because, you know, uh, (laughs) listen to this. So you've heard about The Bachelor, what's been going on with The Bachelor. Like, he went with one girl and then he dumped her and then he wound up going with the other girl, right? Okay, yeah. So... I'm convinced it's all BS and that it's all made up. So how do I know you're not on a soundstage someplace and that you're really not on Ghost Island? Well, let's okay. Let's start with your basic comparison. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Something on, tells Jeff. me. Something tells me you're about to win this. But yeah. go right ahead. Anybody who watches our show and the other show would would probably, with some discernment, would be able to say, yeah, one feels a little more authentic than the other. Not saying it's not inter- entertaining. But I think there's a little bit of The Bachelor that you got to believe is, you know, encouraged or, hey, let's have some fun or, you know, maybe you could do this or right. you guys can talk about that. We don't do anything like that on Survivor at all. There's no communication unless we're interviewing somebody. And if we're interviewing somebody, it's to ask them about what we just watched happen. And I think that authenticity, and I am being serious in this part, uh, I think the authenticity is part of what keeps Survivor going is the audience that watches, and we have pretty loyal fans, they can smell BS, and there just isn't any. It's, this is how it goes. And if, if we were manipulating the game, we would have the most popular winners all the time. Well, okay, I, I can right, see that. Right. I can see that, no BS. But, okay, so Ghost Island, uh, Survivor Ghost Island, is it true that you may have some past contestants coming out to visit the island? Is that some, another stupid rumor I'm hearing? It, it, it's a cool idea, but no, it's not happening. Oh, okay. No, so, no, no, re- no We have such a good season, don't even need to have expectations uh, around something that isn't happening. The whole premise is based on that Survivor is this really complicated game of social politics. It's like human poker. And so you're forced to sleep with people that you are trying to get rid of. And you're in these, this environment that's very difficult. So you rely on each other, but you're betraying each other. And over the 35 past seasons, there have been a lot of decisions that were based on assumptions or first impressions or rumors that were wrong. And some of them have been spectacularly wrong. And we brought all those back under this premise that what if these bad decisions were living on Ghost Island and they're coming back to haunt you? And it was a really fun, funny, silly idea. But the psychology behind it really worked, which is all you have to do sometimes is put in our head the idea of superstition. 
What if? I mean, what? I know it's silly, but what if there is some bad mojo on that thing? Wow. So th- this wow. is the first time you guys have actually used this as a part of the... Uh, yes. Wow. I love that. And Elvis, you know what was really fun was calling memorabilia, survivor memorabilia collectors or former players and trying to get them to give us this old relic because the things that are being dug up on Survivor, you dig up idols or advantages, all these little nuanced things. God's like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> exactly. And it's, and it's, but it's the real thing. So, like, you know, we have a, a kid that's playing this time who's 18, been watching since he was eight years old, and he says, it's my dream. This is my dream. If that guy digs up an idol from 10 or 12 years ago, it'll be a great moment for wow. him to this little piece of oh, fantastic all right yeah. i get it i get it and by the way i love the premise of you're sleeping with people that you're trying to get rid of because my producer nate and i are in that same boat <laughs> he just still sticks around uh by the way jeff probst is here season 36 survivor uh it's a strong season already after the highly rated season premiere last week so you got to figure out what's going on ghost island a different concept as we're learning now last time you were here jeff we introduced you to my assistant andrew and he's been trying to get on the show, and since you <laughs> since you're on episode five thousand, right. or no, actually season five thousand, well, you should make room for him. Say say yeah, hi to well, Jeff. Well, I, I actually wanted to talk to him. Oh. He's, he's right here. Hello, Jeff yeah. Probst. Hey, hey, Andrew, how's it going? Oh, I'm great. How are you? Good. Well, listen, I you know I know that uh, you've been applying a lot and sending in videos and, and beautifully uh, clever and, and nice. Uh, uh, tweets to me and, and doing everything you can to get my attention. And yes. I, I have some, what I think will be some pretty cool news. Yeah. Uh, I just want to let you know that once this season wraps, Ghost Island finishes, Okay. you are going to have your audition video <gasps> watched by us. Oh my God! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! No, 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 no! No, 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 no! This is the same. No, no, this is the same as a car dealership saying bad credit. We accept all applications. That was not a great delivery. What I was trying to do is is make you think that you were going to be on and that I hadn't even watched yet. Jeff, come on. You know so, Andrew. I am going to watch for real. I don't know why I haven't seen it yet because I do try to get on there and watch them. But send it to me again so I can find it on the timeline current, and I will watch it. And I'll I'll give you my thoughts. What I'm hearing is you're you're going to be on Survivor. I mean, I I I hear it too. I mean, I'm ready. You told me to apply. And I did. I'm ready. We'll go watch. (laughs) All right. Here's the thing. We we. We are always looking for great people who, who know the game, want to play the game, and fit into this little tapestry. Because every season we try to put together a, a stew of interesting people that gel, that, that gel in that group. So sometimes we meet somebody we love and we go, it's just not, this isn't the year. And it's next year. And sometimes we meet people we love and we go, oh my God, we need them right now. Uh, oh, a gelling stew. And Sounds he, good. Andrew's the type that is like so sweet and kind, but... Get him pissed off, and oh right. yeah, I you're going to see it. And if you don't put him on Survivor, we're going to get him on Amazing Race. I promise you. <laughs> oh, well, now, now it's Stop on. It. Now, now it's on. on. Jeff, listen, Thank congratulations. You. And I really mean what I said before. Even though this is 36th season, let's not get lost in the fact it's been around for a while. Yeah. Knowing what we know about all the people that had to check it out last week in the season premiere, and now with the twists of Ghost Island on Survivor, I think we all need to be watching our friend Jeff. Jeff, thank you so much thank for coming. Great talking to you guys. Andrew, send me the tape. I'll Absolutely. talk to you again. 
Yes. Bye. Andrew, go practice with the boys. All right, Jeff. Have a, have a, have a great <laughs> day. Later. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. He's so sweet. He's, a, he's sweet. He'll I, be sweeter if he gets Andrew well, on the know, show. But I Thank like you. that he's honest and he like, doesn't. He tells you the truth. I feel like he really does tell us the truth. He's a nice guy. Yeah. I guess more proof that nice guys do do succeed sometimes. Yeah. And he's a millionaire. <laughs> he admitted it. Yeah. Hey, uh, I wanted to ask him. And let, remind me next time he calls in. Like, what life lessons has he learned from Survivor? Oh, like, I can imagine. I mean, being in those extreme conditions... Surely we can apply those in our own lives. Can I'm you sure call him back? Don't you think he must appreciate what he has more when he sees what other people don't have? I guess. Yeah. Anyway, great. So CBS, watch it. Survivor, Ghost Island. Follow us on Instagram at Elvis Duran Show. Do I look completely stupid to you? Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Wednesdays on VH1. It's an all-new series with an all-new crew. Welcome to New York's hottest salon, where it's beauty in the front, parties in the back, and drama everywhere. Beauty Bar, all-new episodes tonight at 10, 9 central after Black Ink Crew, only on VH1. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. Scary. Let's officially get the phone tap on. Yeah. What's it all about? Lindsay wanted a phone tap her father. She lives in the ground floor apartment, and her parents live in the house upstairs. But their landline phone is connected to both houses. So whenever a call comes in for Lindsay, her nosy dad always tries to listen in on her calls. And she wanted to teach him a lesson about this, knowing that he was going to take the bait. Ooh. Huh. 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 So who do you play in this? Well, I, I play, uh, you're going to hear it right here. Just, just hit. You can't roll. tell us who you play. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm Peter, the Purple Passion Party uh, <laughs> person. Okay, let's listen to it. I think we needed to know that. Here we go. Hello. Hi, can I speak to Lindsay, please? Who's calling? It's uh, Peter. My name's Peter. Okay. Uh, can I speak with her, please? All right. Well, she lives downstairs. I'm gonna have to buzz her. Okay, hold on a minute. Lindsay, you got a phone call. Pick it up. I got it. Hang up. You got it. I got it. Hang up. Oh, all right. All right I'm hanging up. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Oh, hi. You ready for Saturday night? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm all set, and I got my card right here. I know you forgot the CRV number on the back. Remember that all the items that we're selling at the Passion Party are paid for by you in advance. So, right. So I just want to go down the list and make sure that you have what you want. Yeah. I'm bringing three squirmy wormies. Um, okay. Two frisky fingers. Okay. A Mr. Softy. Okay. Ten tubes of Oh Honey. Fourth Robin Robbins. Lizzie? And a you're super... Wait a minute. Dad, are you still on the phone? No, no, no I, just, I just picked it up. I, I was going to make a phone call, but... Who, who's on the phone with you? Uh, it's none of your business. I got to finish this. A super sucker with King Kong attachment. What? Hello? Dad, Hello? get off the phone. Lindsay, who's on the phone, Lindsay? It's none of your business. It's not for Is he part of this party? No, no, no. He's not coming. No, no. Dad, Where's the party? Where's the party going to be, Lindsay? Where's the party going to be? It's a female thing, Dad. It's, it's, it's for what? What are you? What are you? What are these? What are these sex toys? What are they? Hang up the phone. Yeah, hang up the phone, Dad. Come on. Who the f- are you to tell me to hang up the phone? I'm talking to my daughter over here. Dad, I found this number on the internet and called them. I set this up. You called them? This is none of your business. What's the matter with you? It's not a big deal. Everybody does it nowadays. Like, we need everybody. Everybody jumps off a bridge. You gonna jump off a bridge? What? Huh? I think you know. Peter, maybe you should jump off the bridge. You just shut up and nobody's talking. Oh my God, are you bringing up the I'm bridge again, Dad? Shut up. You what the f- is this Peter? I want to know who the f- Peter is. I don't I, even know who he is. You don't know who he is? Well, how do you, he could be a mental case. Why are you talking to some guy on, on the internet? He could be nuts. He could be a murderer. Hang up the phone. No. Yes. Hang up the phone right now. It's what they're doing today, Dad. It's what, seriously. What? Phone sex parties? Is that what this is? A f- orgy? Off. Hang up the phone right now. I'm coming right downstairs to talk no, to you. No, you can't come down here. I'm coming. You can't come down here. 
Maybe we can interest your wife, sir, in some of these items. We have... You need to bring my wife into this now. You know, we have the Venus Ultra Butterfly on sale. Hey, let me tell you something, Peter Piper, whatever your name is. You hang up the phone so I can talk to my daughter. Mom, to give me the idea anyway. She went to one of these. Mom! You should go with her friend. Your mother. Lizzie, I'm going to talk to your mother. If, she, if you're lying, oh, I'm coming down here right now. We, we're going to straighten this out right now. You can't come the, down here, Dad. I'm not opening the door. Lizzie, I'm coming down here. I'm Come down here. I'm not opening the door. I, I still hear, so. a t- I hear a TV set. Is, that, is it your TV? I don't have it on. He's not gone. He's listening. Hello? I, can't, yeah, I know I you're there. Say- he thinks we're stupid. How are you going to use these? Like by yourself or uh, uh, your boyfriend? Uh, or- hey, listen to me. Hang up the phone. Uh, I knew you didn't hang up the phone. You really want to listen on your daughter's conversations, huh? You I run up here and now start questioning my daughter about what she's going to use these things for. I was just that testing you to see if you picked up the phone. You did pick up the phone. You yeah. just what? This is my house. This is my phone. I have every right, right. to my phone. phone call, Dad. That's the whole point. Exactly. See, you're sticking your nose into business that you my have. My daughter no- is always my business, pal. Who do you think you are? That's the trouble with today's world. The parents don't know what the kids are doing. That's why they get in trouble. I'm not one of those parents. I want to know what my my daughter's doing at all times. Well, she's going to be doing a passion party on no, Saturday she's night. Not. She's going to be doing a passion party. Listen, you don't know why I have any idea who I am, pal. I'll bring people down Your there. Your father who eavesdrops on his daughter's phone calls, that's who you are. Where the f*** are you? Where's your place? Where's this business that you that you're on, supposedly run? We're on the internet. Listen, I'll bring you the crazy Daisy Love doll, and I guarantee crazy you... Daisy. What, what the, what the be, f*** are you talking about? You'll be thanking me on Monday morning. <laughs> oh, my God. I, gotta, I think we should end this. Oh, my God. Is he coming okay. downstairs? He's at my door right now. I just, let him in and hand him the phone. I don't want you, you to get hurt. You want privacy? And now you're going to have these passion parties? Just take the phone, dude. He'll tell you. Take the phone. Hang up on that son of a bitch. Dad, you have to take the phone. You dad, have to dad, 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 what's going on, please. You've been phone tapped. What? This is Scary Jones from Elvis Duran in the morning show, and Lizzie's playing a joke on you. Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> not real, Dad. I swear to God, it's not real. Well, you're trying to give me a heart attack. What's the matter with you people? No, she is. She <laughs> wrote to us. <laughs> This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Elvis's personal Instagram account. Follow him now at Elvis Duran. I think I'm ready to start a modeling career. <laughs> Elvis Duran in the Morning Show.